0: Saturday edition of the program. You, as always, are invited to take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever might happen to be on your mind. Toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. The features there are free, and you can enjoy them all. Everything from the chat room to the webcam to the archives, uh, Shrine of Female Listeners, it's all there. It's all free. Freetalklive.com. Now then, uh, one of the major features of the site allows you to actually influence the stuff we'll talk about on these very airwaves. So the first uh, item that we're going to discuss tonight came right from the front page of our website. So you can go to freetalklive.com, get a free account, and you can submit stuff to the website. In fact, if our listeners didn't submit anything to freetalklive.com, there'd be nothing there. So it's thanks to listeners like you uh, for creating the content that keeps bringing people back to the site and getting people involved and Because it's a very listener-oriented, user-oriented site in that you create the content, other listeners then look at it, and they decide whether they like or dislike it. You can click the plus or the minus button on each item, and then uh, it gets voted up or down, and the most voted up items will make it to the uh, front page and the top of the website. Voting that actually matters. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, whether it's a news story or a YouTube video or a blog post, whatever it is you want to bring to the attention of other presumably liberty-oriented people, it tends to be our I would say the liberty oriented uh, audience tends to frequent our website. Then that's a good uh, it's a good resource for you. Freetalklive.com and of course it's a great resource for us where I found this story the, uh, about a about a bomb making uh situation involving a teenage boy. Now, we were both teenage boys at one time Mark. Uh, did you ever make anything go boom as a teenage boy? I'm
1: probably younger than teenage, I would mix things up that I found in like uh, you know the, the tool storage area and call you, them
0: a bomb. So you weren't specifically making a bomb; you're just pouring things together, or? essentially. But I was calling; I would call it a bomb. I see. But, uh
1: You know, I mean, motor oil isn't going to blow up, you know. I mean, they were certainly like, didn't
0: make a mistake and like accidentally mix something together that could have been poisoned. Yeah, that or would have been I, no doubt that it, that could
1: dangerous. have absolutely have happened, but it did not. Thank goodness.
0: Yeah, I don't recall making bombs per se, but certainly you know I had some friends with some M80s at one point, and yeah, there was certainly some some level of interaction with things that uh, that exploded, and it's just kind of one of those teenage boy things. So it's just a quick story here to uh, to start things out tonight, and we'll get to your phone calls about anything. But in Omaha, Nebraska, according to KTV Seven. An Omaha woman has been charged with uh, child endangerment and manufacturing and possession of a destructive device. Now, she has been charged after the police said she let her son make dry ice bombs. Police were called to her home on Saturday on a report of disturbance. Officers found several pieces of exploded plastic bottles and one smoking bottle. Her 14-year-old son admitted to making the explosive devices, and he said his mom knew about them. Police bomb squad detonated the final dry ice bomb. Oh god, uh, they love that uh, stuff. They well,
1: they have to they have to justify the uh, the half million dollar bomb squad big van thing mm-hmm. that they bought. So if they don't blow up the uh, this I mean this is Bill Nye the Science Guy stuff. I mean, this is this is the kind of thing that uh, this would uh, a decade ago or or two would have been considered a science experiment. Yep. But but now <laughs> since Columbine and 9/11, the yep. whole world's changed.
0: The boy was charged as a juvenile and has been released from a youth detention center. Martin's, his mother, was free on bond. The bombs were made with household products and plastic containers. Police said it doesn't take much to create one of these bombs. YouTube Because videos- it
1: doesn't do much either. Yeah. I mean, it blows up the plastic bottle it's in. It makes well, some noise.
0: I don't know. It says here, YouTube videos abound of the bomb's power. One video shows the destruction of a cinder block. Wow, well, that's pretty good. Uh, you don't know when they're going to detonate or blow up and even if and if... They are in your hands. It could injure your, you. Could injure yourself. Or Absolutely, lose your
1: you could injure your hands. There's a lot of things that if you if you use them improperly, they can injure your hands. I mean, think think of the destructive power of a lawnmower.
0: The police sergeant uh, in, in Omaha's, uh, I guess he heads up Omaha's bomb response team, said dry ice explosions always seem to increase around the Fourth of July. Neighbors said they heard explosions at the house and called the police. Local neighbor said, don't do it right next to the busy street and in a neighborhood where there's a bunch of little kids playing. It's just not okay. So my question for you is, should this woman, his mother, be charged with a crime because of what her son was doing? Is she culpable? Is she responsible? How old's the boy? 14 years old. Okay. Now, she allegedly knew that he was making these bombs. Does that mean she's responsible ...for his actions. Should a parent, in this case the mother, be held responsible for the actions of their teenager? Under what parameters should they be held responsible? Should they only be held responsible if they knew about it? Or should they be held responsible anyway? You know, if your son's out doing, uh, blowing things up. Now, it doesn't say he blew up anybody's property here. He was. Just, it sounds like he was setting off dry ice bombs in his front lawn. Because the cops showed up and they found the pieces there. So he hadn't actually done any damage to anybody... They just arrested him to teach him a lesson. We're going to show you. You, you better be careful with these things, son. If, if you don't blow up your hand, we're going to put you in a jail cell. And so I just, I just wonder how people feel about this. Maybe parents out there or people who, who agree with the cops on this one. Do you, do you think it was appropriate? Should a parent be responsible for the actions of their teenager? Does that also mean a parent should be charged if uh, their teenager is caught drinking? Does that mean, you know, if the parent, uh, let's say they didn't know about it, should they be held responsible for that? How far does it go? If you think they should be held responsible, to what extent? That's my questions. Well, you know, I, I,
1: it depends on what the, 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 the young person does as to whether or not, um, you know, I, I think that there should be any problems. I don't think that. I don't think this little science experiment that this kid was doing Mm -hmm. is worthy of any trouble at all. However, I do think that if a parent uh, knows what their kid is doing and they allow them to continue doing whatever it is, uh, that they are responsible for the actions of their child. Don't you? So
0: you believe the mother should be uh, held responsible in this
1: particular case? No, I believe that this is a silly thing that they, the, the, the cops overreacted. The neighbors are like, oh, there's a loud noise and, you know, kids could run up there and get hurt as if kids are going to run up there. I mean, it, it, I, hopefully this, this, there's no evidence that this young man allowed toddlers near no, his nothing. dry ice bombs. None and whatsoever. so the, 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 the musings of one neighbor who thinks that it's okay, uh, you know, no, I don't. I don't think so that's you're acceptable.
0: If what you're saying is if the teenager is doing something that is actually wrong and the parent knows about it, right. in your mind wrong, then it's uh, right. They should so be if the young
1: man was out on his front lawn with his mother's permission, with a nine millimeter popping caps into neighbors' windows, mm-hmm. yes, I believe that she has some level of culpability.
0: One 9231 uh, So there's several questions here. I mean how how responsible should a parent be as far as legally? responsible how responsible should they be for the actions of their children where do you draw the lines and why also this specific incident does anybody out there actually think the police response in this one incident where the boy was arrested where the mom was arrested boy held in a juvenile detention center mom brought to jail process presumably bail, uh, bailed out but do you think that's appropriate for setting off dry ice bombs and presumably uh, what were uh, soda bottles yeah plastic bottles here so I guess the idea is you put the uh, dry, I don't know how you make one of these. It's pretty simple from what I understand, but it involves dry ice and somehow the like vinegar you know, or something. I don't uh, know. Yeah, yeah, something like that, to where the, the it ex- expands. Yeah, the it's air very quickly. Expands and then poof, pop. You got yourself a li- nice loud explosion.
1: Right. So should that be? If it wasn't for the bottle itself containing it, there wouldn't be an explosion. There'd right. just be kind of like a bunch of frothing and stuff.
0: Yep. Exactly. So. so uh so is that a problem i mean who who here that is listening tonight agrees that the police should have gone and arrested these people? Is there actually somebody who agrees with that because it just seems so ludicrous i think your your point is spot on about this is a science experiment this is This is fun one 9231 ninety two thirty one that 's the sacl c a i toll free line. You can it, bring up anything It does seem to me
1: that there's uh you know th- there's a certain sort of i i i i don't know what to call them There are some people that just don't like. Kids and their activities. I mean, kids are exploring the world. They, um, you know, they they explore it in, in ways that uh, you know, can be
0: frustrating. Well, it's not they about use- them not liking kids. I mean, there are people that don't like kids, clearly. But I, I think in this case, it's about this kind of uh, babying mentality, this uh, ch- keeping children safe from anything possible, rounding yes, off all but, the corners. but they didn't
1: keep him safe. They threw him in jail. What's safe about that? You know how many kids get beaten up and sodomized in these juvenile detention centers?
0: By the guards themselves? Well, and,
1: and and the inmates. I mean, these are these are dangerous places. The, he's yeah. much safer in his front lawn setting off uh, you know so, uh, dry ice bombs than than going into the juvenile detention center. You the, could get
0: hurt. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. You're also welcome to bring up whatever's on your mind. Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Bye. Live. It's the Saturday edition of the program. We're here to take your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. You can dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the Sakel CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Uh, all the features there are totally free, so enjoy those, and the features include the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing they are indeed listeners of this program. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com, see it for yourself, and lady listeners, you can get involved, shrine.freetalklive.com.
1: There are a veritable plethora of uh, purveyors of precious metals all over the AM dial, and what I found when I was first looking into getting precious metals, and this was, I think, back in 2002 or something like that, is it was confusing. I I didn't know what all these different coins were that they were they were proposing to sell, and uh, you know, many of these these companies were wanting me to buy collectors coins because they'd go up faster or something like that, and I really just wanted precious metals in my hands so um go to the 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 mecca of uh precious metals on the internet it's gold.freetalklive.com i have picked out some coins there intended to be a easy to compare to the other guys and b to be simple these are just coins intended to get precious metals into your hands not collector's coins or anything like that. Uh, there are all kinds over there, U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, Walking Liberty Halves, and uh, you can check them all out at gold.freetalklive.com.
0: All right, so the toll-free number here is We started out the show tonight with a uh, story from Omaha where a young man, 14 years old, was making some explosive devices. Well, it turns out what he was making were uh, what they call ice bombs or dry ice bombs, and I did actually look up some of the instructions. I here. hate the
1: terminology "bomb." I mean, to me, this this doesn't really qualify it goes as boom. a boom. It, it does go boom. It's a, I, it, it
0: explodes. It, it could hurt you if you're
1: holding it, it in your hand. Sure, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to hold it next to your face. It's a bomb, man. I don't know. I mean, it's Not
0: like an incendiary device, but it's a bomb.
1: I I I just don't. I just don't agree.
0: So uh, I've got the I've got the instructions here. Maybe we'll actually tell you how to make a dry ice bomb here uh, in a little bit. But uh, that's what this young man was doing and the neighbors called the cops. The cops showed up. They saw a bunch of pieces of exploded plastic bottles and one smoking bottle in his front of what apparently was his front lawn. Then they proceeded after the 14-year-old admitted to making the explosive devices and said his mother knew about them, they proceeded to arrest him and his mom. And mom has been charged with child endangerment and manufacturing a possession of a destructive device. So there are a lot of questions that surround this for me. And that is, first of all, with this situation, does anybody actually agree that this young man and his mother should have been arrested? Nobody was harmed. They weren't using it to blow up mailboxes or something like that. There's no damage done. It was just having a little bit of fun in the afternoon on a you know Independence Day weekend, that kind of thing.
1: You know, I don't know what the statistics are on how many people, uh, you know, set off dry ice bombs and how many people uh, get injured by dry ice bombs, but I would bet you that far more people, more, more young people, more 14 year old males in the United States of America are injured in automobile accidents where their parents are driving. Than are injured by dry ice bombs just because you know fewer. You, you don't set off that many dry ice bombs in your life generally. What about firecrackers?
0: What about all the other different uh, explosive well, devices the, that are sold I, entirely legally? I don't know what state country. this
1: was in, but there are a lot in of Nebraska. states where you can't you can't possess anything no, as far true. as fire fireworks. Oh, right. Here in here in New Hampshire, you can you can have just about anything. But if you if we were to travel a hundred miles south there in uh, Massachusetts, east. I, I don't know what it's like in Vermont. I couldn't say.
0: East but is, I, uh, Maine. There's a total oh yeah. ban in, uh, in Maine on fireworks. In fact, as you drive into Maine, there are actually signs on the roadway that, uh, that let you know that fireworks are prohibited in Maine. It's crazy. So, uh, so one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. There are questions that surround this. Does anybody actually agree this young man should have been arrested because he was making some uh, some relatively safe bombs? I mean, on the scale of bombs in his front front yard. Uh, and also, how far should this go? If you think that this is an appropriate measure for the police to arrest a mother because she happened to know what her son was up to, well, what other things should parents be arrested for if their children are doing it? Shouldn't the children be the ones that are liable for their actions instead of the parents? Let's go to your phone calls. You can uh, take control here. Let's talk first, uh, ladies first, by the way, to Madeline in Tallahassee. Madeline, you're on Free Talk Live, listening to WFLA-FM. Hello. Hi, Madeline. What's on your mind tonight?
2: Um, yeah, um, in regards to what the par- what the mother had did, um, first of all, how on earth did her son get a hold of the dry ice that's what i'd like to know
1: yeah i wouldn't know where you find that would, stuff grocery um, store um
2: yeah besides um i've handled with dry ice before with my dad and he says that you have to hold on you have to um hold it on to um with gloves
0: oh yeah it's otherwise incredibly dangerous the the, the ice yeah, itself otherwise, is otherwise very your cold.
2: hands are practically going to melt
1: yeah it's a uh, um, i believe a hundred yeah a hundred and something degrees uh, below fa- uh, zero fahrenheit
2: yeah, so, and not only like that, I think that you need to have a license in order to have
1: the dry ice. No, you can use it for coolers and things like that. I mean, uh, it, it, adults can purchase dry ice. I don't know where you get it. I've never purchased grocery it in store. my life. but And
0: pretty much any grocery store has it. Uh, if you're well, down in Florida, Publix will sell you dry ice, as I understand it. Uh, any other uh, thoughts for us, Madeline? <laughs>
2: I did not know that to tell you the truth.
1: There's lots but, of things in the grocery store that'll kill you, Madeline. That uh, that lighter fluid in the uh, for the barbecue. Well, yeah,
2: you don't want to spray yeah, that all over true, yourself. Of course.
0: So what so, do you think? I mean, yeah. do you think that the mom should have been responsible in this case?
2: Uh kind of. You know, I'm like I'm sort of like sixty forty here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of mixed. Sort of. Because um if she knew what her boy was doing, um, then yeah, I think that she should be somewhat responsible, especially if she bought him the dry ice.
0: But but and, did you
1: ever play with fireworks as a child? Pardon? Did you ever play with fireworks as a child? Well, yeah. Well, should your parents and have that's... been responsible, and by responsible I mean thrown in jail, uh, for you playing with fireworks?
2: No. <laughs>
1: okay. I think we've solved yeah, this was, uh, this issue, then. So
0: then you don't think, then, that uh, this young man's mother should have been responsible for her son's actions?
2: Yeah, no. Okay. No, she shouldn't have been. Right, because I there mean, really wasn't anything to be responsible. Arrested, uh,
0: as far as, as far getting as, arrested, what?
2: As far as getting arrested, no, she, shouldn't, she should not have gotten arrested because her son was playing with the um ice bombs
1: well i you know, would agree with you that dogs. the responsibility lies say that say a neighbor comes over and says hey uh we're trying to take a nap this afternoon and these dry ice bombs keep going off could you you know tell your son to lay off of them until a little later or something then i think you're talking about the you know the mom has sort of a uh a, you know sort of a social obligation a, a light obligation to uh to you know be a good neighbor yeah okay. yeah
0: he yeah thank you for the call yeah. tonight madeline appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231 it's a lot of confusion on this issue here because if the young man is well, out we're f- scared as a nation we, we? are petrified Who's we
1: we the nation are petrified Of what i'm not petrified in, g- in general of what everything i mean the, the nightly news has scared the bejesus out of america um you know fireworks rapists around every corner the things that can hurt you. Watch out your your vehicle's uh, you know accelerator so might stick in the on position. Do
0: you, do you think the Omaha bomb squad is going to go around uh, tomorrow night and and start arresting anybody who's got teenagers setting off fireworks in front of their home?
1: I think fireworks are probably just more common, so it's less likely they'd they'd go after them.
0: Right, because this seems less dangerous than uh, the is. average bottle rocket. One 9231 Your thoughts are welcome. It's free talk live.
1: Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and as usual, tonight it is Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features there for free. So. Again, freetalklive.com. Some of the features include our news updates. You can go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up, and it's free. You can sign up for either our uh, our email updates or Twitter or Facebook. You can follow us in either of those places and get the latest about Free Talk Live when it happens. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up.
1: Today, businesses, banks, healthcare providers, landlords, utilities, and educational institutions are played, plagued by a burgeoning rate of consumers that have failed to pay their bills. You may believe that this debt only affects those industries and businesses. However, when people don't pay their bills, all customers pay the penalties, which are manifest through increased prices everywhere. So if you have or know of any businesses that require assistance with collections, tell them to call SACL CAI for a no no obligation, no cost proposal, Sakel Cai. They reposition companies to zero in on principal operations and regain their financial foundation. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com.
0: Fourteen-year-old boy arrested along with his mother after being found uh, guilty. I suppose by the cops. The, the, they haven't the been trial. They, The they, trial they... hasn't happened yet, but the cops uh, decided that they should be arrested after finding the uh, the boy in his front yard with some exploded plastic bottles nearby. He but was... you
1: are right that the way the, judi- the the way the legal system works here in America. Now the onus has been placed upon the defendants, the people that are supposed to be guilty or innocent until proven guilty, have the obligation, the onus placed upon them to to defend themselves, well, and, and the it costs man. money. So the police right. come, they make a de- they make a decision as to what to do, and, and this uh, with this young man, and then uh, they arrest him, and it doesn't cost the police officers anything except you know their time, and they're getting paid for that on the mm-hmm. clock. But now the mother and the son have to defend themselves by hiring lawyers and all that other stuff or bend over and take it from the government, which is what most people do.
0: Well, and the young man did admit to making the explosive devices, which is one of the things you want to make sure you do when the cops come talk to you, is not talk to them. Uh, Because when you talk to the police, you basically will set yourself up to be arrested. They, When they are talking to you or not your friends, they are looking to make an arrest. They are looking to find somebody that they can put in handcuffs and put into a cage. That's their purpose in interviewing you and asking you questions. So if this young man had just uh, either not come outside or maybe he was outside, just walked inside or refused to answer the questions of these police, refused to even talk to them in the first place, it's likely that neither he or his mother would have been arrested in this case because he essentially convicted his mom right there on the spot by saying, oh, yeah, I did those. I made those bombs, and my mom helped. You know, she bought the dry ice or something like that.
1: Right, and when you say bombs, these are – I just don't like the term bomb when you're talking about dropping some b- dry, uh, dry ice bomb. and it vinegar or whatever into a plastic it's bottle. It's not
0: vinegar, actually. According to uh, DangerouslyFun.com, uh, dry ice is a solid carbon dioxide at normal atmospheric pressure and temperature. It sublimates, that is, changes directly from a solid into a gas, mm-hmm. resulting in a tremendous increase in volume. So what happens if you put dry ice in a closed container? Well, pressure quickly builds up and the container explodes. You can actually quicken the process by adding water to it as well. So uh basic process is you break up the dry ice into small chunks that will fi- fit through the neck of the bottle. Uh, you can uh, insert a bunch of them into the bottle and then... Adding more chunks will make your bomb explode faster, but not necessarily with more force. Make sure to use gloves to protect your hand as dry ice is incredibly cold, negative 109.3 degrees Fahrenheit, and can cause frostbite. Uh, very fast
1: oh yeah this is bad 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 for your skin if it touches your skin you're you're gonna lose that little chunk of you
0: you pour in enough water to cover the dry ice which speeds up the sublimation process quickly cap the bottle and toss it somewhere safe away from yourself and anything else living wait for the bottle to explode generally will take 10 to 30 seconds but could take longer be very careful about approaching or touching a bottle that hasn't exploded uh, because it could go off
1: yeah, these plastic bottles, can they inflate far beyond their normal size. It's amazing to, to see them go.
0: Some have suggested that in order to give yourself a little bit of extra time, you could squeeze some air out of the bottle before you add things to it. Yeah, they that collapse. Way, yeah, so that way you can watch it uh, expand as the, the gas is expanding inside. So there you go. That's how you make a uh, dry ice bomb. Let's go to your phone calls here, because there are a bunch of different issues in play as far as should this young man and his mother have been arrested at all? No one was damaged. There weren't any property. Uh, no property was destroyed. Uh, just some neighbors, maybe slightly annoyed with some explosion sounds. But it's the fourth of. I mean, it's the uh, Independence Day weekend. Now this yeah. happened last weekend, but still, it's. They say that these things happen more often, or you know, the week or two surrounding. I Independence live out in the Day. country.
1: My neighbors been shooting off, uh, you know, something that goes boom for yeah. the last week and, so no you know, victims, god bless him
0: no crimes how i feel but i'm wondering how you feel about this plus how liable should a parent be for the actions of their child 1-800-259-9231 let's talk to john and maryland listening to wgmd fm hello john john maryland going once john and maryland going twice let's try hey, how you doing there he john is. what's on your mind tonight hey
3: guys uh just a quick comment on this i'm not trying to sound like the bad guy here But I kind of completely agree with the police officers, um, mainly just on the child endangerment charge. I mean, kids 13, 14 years old, this is a harmless science experiment, as you're saying. But he's doing it by himself and unsupervised. Uh, I think the mother, if she was there watching this and supervising it, no problem. Why does a 14-year-old
0: have to be supervised? I mean, a 14-year-old is a young adult. Right. At 14, I had a motor scooter and a job.
3: Yeah, how I many and how many bad decisions have thirteen and fourteen year olds ever made? How many know? bad
1: decisions have you made at forty or
3: whatever? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I hope I'm not forty yet. Well, how many <laughs> but, bad decisions uh, you know, did
1: you make at
4: thirty?
3: <laughs> exactly. I mean, everyone's going to make bad decisions. I mean, last week I watched a guy, you know, hold a firecracker too long, and he was yeah, in his forties. That's a he, bad idea. Know, hurt his hand real bad. But I'm just saying, where's his at, mom? At age, let's
1: let's arrest his mom. She let well, that guy now, out of the I house. Mean,
3: <laughs> At at that age, you know, you kind of think, like, okay, it's a harmless thing, but, hey, throw a couple rocks in there, maybe a couple rusty nails, and all of a sudden you've got... Explosive. Well, now, sure. I, we we're not, we're we're
1: not talking about anybody blowing up the family car here. We're talking about a kid doing a science experiment. Yes, he could have done a variety of things. He could have found a kid down the street and duct taped this thing to it to him, and uh, then you would have an entirely he, different scenario. He could
0: have put it in a glass bottle, and then you would have had shrapnel in it. <laughs> right. so serious danger. But he didn't. It was plastic bottles, and he was doing it safely. And for all you know, his mom showed him how to do this. For all you know, she came out and said, "Okay, well here's how you do it," and then she went back in to make some dinner as her son, who she trust as a young man a responsible young man uh to to make his own bombs by himself i mean why can't a parent and a uh, and their teenager come to a come to a conclusion like that i mean c- w- can you leave your 14 year old son alone with a bb gun or do they have to be supervised every single moment
3: well, I mean, it's, there, it's going to be a matter of opinion, of course. But I mean, in my well, opinion, well, that's, you know,
0: that's what I'm asking here, though. I had
1: a BB gun at the age of, I think it was, I think I got it at, I got 10. Mine at ten or something. Yeah, uh, and, and I don't know what the proper age is to. I, I would love somebody to tell me what the proper age is to uh, start giving a BB gun to a, to a kid. I, I don't know, but I think it was like ten or twelve or something like that. So I had a BB, I had a projectile weapon at ten. I had a motor scooter at fourteen. A job at twelve. I, I mean, I just. I don't think that it seems to me that a 14 is really an adult that we don't let act like one.
3: Yeah. Well, I understand your point, too. But, you know, I think a lot of times that if the parents are involved, the children will have more of a, you know, or even young adults will see, you know, the responsibility, you know, involved. And, you know, I just think that's just a little too young, in my
5: opinion.
0: OK, but th- that's just it. Right. You're, and you're and what about, about the have arrest? An, you're right. You may have an, an opinion but your opinion shouldn't interfere with my life with my children. Your opinion about what is or is not appropriate as far as how I teach my kids what they can do and what they can't do should not come into play. Because your opinion in this case was the opinion of the men with the guns who came and took both this, uh, the son and, her, and his mother into right. custody. In
1: 1984, my dad gives me a BB gun. Should he have been arrested?
0: No. No, yeah. he
1: shouldn't. But a mom giving, a, letting a 14-year-old do a science experiment in the front yard should.
3: See, now I feel like I'm completely wrong. You guys <laughs> yeah, we're good at this. This is what we do.
1: And uh, the idea is to show people that uh, a philosophy of personal responsibility, because Americans have had their responsibility sucked away from them and given to guys, supposedly, who uh, are our moral superiors, but in fact are largely people that, that, that had a tough time making it through high school.
0: Hey, thanks gotcha. for the call tonight, dude. I appreciate hearing Thank from you. you. Your thoughts at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Changing hearts and minds tonight here on Free
1: Talk. I was um, uh, mean on the, the cop thing. Some police uh, agencies decide to hire people that didn't do so well on IQ tests, others. Only hire police officers that mm. uh, that have college degrees. So it really depends where you are and what their policies are. But, you know, I it, in the case of these police officers, I, I feel they made a poor decision. Yeah, and and I, it, I think it's because it's the babying of America. Yep,
0: that's exactly what it is the child vacation of America. These are young adults who, in any other time, you know, hundreds of years ago, would have been, would have been considered adults. They'd have been getting married and uh, having children at that age. More coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. 800 259 one Free Talk Live Saturday edition
4: Take Control
6: This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Toll House Morsels There are a million reasons to bake with Toll House Find yours at verybestbaking.com a balanced diet is important, but so is the occasional treat. Working with your kids to bake a dessert from scratch helps them to appreciate it even more, and it keeps them from resenting having to eat their veggies every other day. Plus, baking is a perfect excuse to spend time with your kids, since just being together is a treat. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash today. This is Free Talk
0: Live. If you can bring up anything, the toll-free number for you is 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And if you like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations across the country, bring more internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. Head over to amp.freetalklive.com. Get signed up. You get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, uh, podcast, and more. Get all the details. Sign up. amp.freetalklive.com, and thank you in advance to everybody who will be doing that. And thank you to everybody who has done so in the past. Amp.freetalklive.com. We're talking about a situation out of Omaha, but this could be any town, USA, where the cops decided to arrest a young man, 14 years old, uh, decided to arrest him for exploding ice bombs in his front, uh, dry ice bombs in his front lawn, which essentially is putting little chunks of dry ice in a a two-liter soda bottle and uh, adding some water in there and then putting the cap on and throwing it. And then it goes boom because of...
1: Dry ice you can buy in the grocery store, water you get from the tap... Right, plastic bottles that you get
0: out of your recycling bin. And when the cops came up, they asked the young man if he had done this, and he, he admitted to it, uh, which is was a big mistake.
1: And well, then he... a 14-year-old isn't. For one, this this kid didn't really do anything criminal, um, right. but a 14-year-old shouldn't be expected to know how to deal with the police. If you're going to hold that. the parent responsible for the child, then what you're saying is the child is a child, and if it is a child, then the child shouldn't be, the police shouldn't be asking him, because he's not competent to be dealing with law enforcement officers in the first
0: place. Well, the police will ask whoever they want, whatever they want. I understand they they do
1: whatever they want to do. But the the, the logically consistent position is if the parent and and the police officers arrested the woman, if the parent is responsible for the child's behavior, then that means the child is not responsible for their own behavior. Oh, they arrested him too. I understand what yeah. they did, Ian. I'm just saying that he's ob- uh, logically not responsible if the parent is responsible, and so therefore, if he's not responsible, the police shouldn't be able to ask an irresponsible person a bunch well, of you, questions.
0: You, 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 yeah, that's a uh, theory world, uh, because I clearly understand. the police are going to ask whoever they want whatever they want, and uh, you know the police are trying to put people in handcuffs, and they, they did successfully do that. So the questions at hand here are, was this appropriate for the police to be arresting? The young man in the first place or the mother in the first place, but when nobody had actually had a legitimate complaint against their property, he wasn't going and sticking these bottles in people's mailboxes or anything like that. And also, if you believe that parents should be responsible for the actions of their children, to what extent? How far? Where, where do you draw the line? What, what is it that a child should be able to do without their parent being responsible for it? How can a parent be responsible for everything that their their children do?
1: I tend to think that the, the parents bear some responsibility for things that they their children do with their knowledge, um, especially on their property. Um, now, I don't think in this particular instance that you, you were talking about anything logical here. Um, that the that. that, that they should be held responsible for i'm just saying that if the kid is doing something with their parents knowledge on on their property then then they're responsible to some extent let's let's, i.e if the the kid has a bb gun he's shooting out the neighbor's windows from the uh the front lawn and dad
0: doesn't stop it and
1: dad doesn't knows it and doesn't stop it then i think dad ought to be writing a check
0: that makes sense but in this case there was no damaged property on anyone's part so let's go to your phone calls here and see what you think lloyd is in tampa listening to wfla lloyd you're on free talk live Hello, Lloyd.
7: Hello
8: there. Hey, you're on the air. Nice talking to you.
0: Hey, sir. What's on your mind?
8: Uh, the kid with the, the carbon dioxide bomb. Yes, sir. You know, if it had been me when I was his age, I would probably have been arrested for a handful of charges. My parents were probably more than that.
0: What do you say and that? We did. What did you, what did you do? I'm not
8: talking about, you know, we used to get uh, slag from a settling plant near us. It'd come out and uh, harden and get into cakes. We cut out a big chunk of cake. And six or seven of us kids at times, one time, a couple, of 10, 15, we go out in the woods, in the middle of nowhere, one place, 30 miles from the last paved road, and we camp out for 10 days, to two weeks without an adult with us.
0: One, one charge. Wow. Now, wait, what, and, what were these cakes it, that it, you and were we getting take from the we a from... rifle with us, to get on game with. No, wait, wait. What, rifle. what kind Thank of the cakes charge. were you getting from the acetylene plant?
8: Slag. The stuff that came off, comes off acetylene plants. What is that? It's, uh, it's uh, toxic stuff that comes out of them.
0: And what do you do with it?
8: In the old days, it used to cake up. You cut out a cake put a little bit of water. It was just like a dry ice. Nice. It would build up pressure rapidly, and boom.
0: So you guys would go out camping. You'd bring some bomb-making materials out, it and you'd blow some stuff up.
8: with us, and we'd fish for a while. We'd hunt, what have you. When we got to the point, the belt line started getting tight, and we weren't getting anything. We'd go down to the local river coming by near a spring, and we'd uh, take a bottle and put a little bit in it, a little bit of water in it, Wait till a big fish come around, <laughs> or next to the big fish, boom, pick the fish up.
1: And dinner would and float we, right to the surface. Down, pick
8: up the debris from the, uh, because we used glass bottles, but uh, pick up the debris and
0: wow. make
8: sure nothing was left in the water. Uh, no problems.
0: That's great. So that's a great but story. It was
8: possible back then. Uh, people trusted them.
0: I think I'm going to go camping, camping this weekend. I mean, Jones Lloyd, stronger. you made it sound
1: like so much fun. I'm going camping this weekend. <laughs> Bring oh, some plastic bottles.
8: <laughs> but about once a month, a show up, you know, one uh, state policeman usually, sometimes a county. They show up, you know, check on us and all, make sure we're okay. Wow, no problems. all of us were underage. Never and anybody, and no the cops would around. show
0: up and they would see you with guns and stuff like that, right?
8: They they saw us with guns, going to be right in plain view. No problems. They didn't care. They Does not it bother you? Does
0: I mean, looking back on what you were able to do with no issues whatsoever with law enforcement uh, that you right. guys were... and
8: now look at this the person on the home private property. Looks what happens.
0: Isn't it sad? Isn't it just pathetic? And it really, it comes down to this childification of America where uh, children, young people are kept as childlike as possible for as long as possible. The, uh, the system refuses to allow them to have any, uh, any opportunity to really grow into adulthood. They're shielded from those, uh, from those opportunities. You can't get a job until X. You, know, you can't uh, legally drink until Y. You can't do this. You can't do that. You, if you get a job, you have to have this amount of time off. During the day, you have to etc., uh, etc. Et the, the regulations just go on and on and and now uh young people are considered children basically right up until their mid-20s
8: right and with us uh by the time you were six or seven you were considered old enough to make decisions and by, by god it better be good decisions but you were responsible for them and by the time you were 12 or 13 you're almost treated as an adult as far as you know things you could do
0: who was it that got married at 13 was it loretta lynn uh mark was yeah it? i think so yes, yeah she did yeah So it just just somebody I know there. (laughs) Not know, but I know of her. Lloyd, great call. I thank you for making it tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I was
1: just talking to my neighbor. Uh, He he lives within walking distance, apparently. (laughs) We've all got uh, some property where I live. And he was telling me about what it was like when he was going to school. They would He would carry a gun over his shoulder to, going to school because it was a good hike to school. They didn't have, you know, he didn't, obviously didn't have a, any kind of transportation. He well, walked.
0: bears and stuff around, too.
1: Uh, but he was looking for dinner. You know, oh, they would, okay. uh, he would bring whatever he shot back. I don't know what happens if you shoot it on the way to school. I have no idea. Did he skip school that day? Just bring it back. I have no idea. I, you know, it's, a, it's the next question I'm going to ask, but I think I remember, and I'm only 39, I think I remember kids having guns in their gun racks at school when hmm. I was there. I may be wrong on this one. It might be a little fuzzy, but. It, um, I, I know this guy. He used to hunt on the way to school. He, there was a place at school to put his his rifle, and this was a common situation for young men. And you know, going to this one one room schoolhouse. But now
0: you can't even have uh, young people making decisions for themselves. You can't decide if you want to blow up a plastic bottle in your mom's front lawn with her permission. You can't decide if you want to have uh, sexual interactions with uh, with other uh, teenagers or, or people that are uh, that are older. I mean, they, you've got to be eighteen years old in order to even uh, have any any kind of uh, sexual interactions with somebody else and so as a result they've been charging teenagers with sex crimes with uh, with manufacturing child pornography for taking yep. pictures of one another, My, I mean it's crazy. It's, it, it, it,
1: it absolutely is insane when they when they find you know a fourteen and a fifteen year old having sex and charge them both with uh, you know uh, sex with a minor. Fool it's
0: crazy. Kids are going to fool around. You know you can think whatever you want about kids and having sex. I mean I, I generally agree that it's a bad idea for kids to have sex because things will happen, mistakes will be made, babies will you know pre- pregnancies will uh, will occur. So I don't think it's the smartest thing to do necessarily, and I don't think kids are always going to make the the best in the brightest decisions, but on the other hand, I think it's ludicrous to believe that there's anything criminal about it, right. or that there's the anything idea, wrong.
1: Sure, let the consequences be the consequences.
0: Yeah, a baby is a big I, enough gonna, consequence. They're going
1: to learn from right, right. That's the the problem. I mean, do do I really need to pay to throw this kid in jail? That I don't know. That I don't really want to throw in jail because that's the who problem. Had sex
0: with somebody who consented,
1: right? That's the problem with the whole legal system. First, you've got, you're, first you've got the people being victimized by the, the system. They have. There's no victim uh, in so many of these crimes out there. Um, th- then they're victimized by the police, and then I'm victimized to, because by the uh, the system itself yeah. because I have to incarcerate them. And
0: then they. And themselves. it's not like
1: they actually got a trial. They all uh, plead out. The system. Uh, the, the 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 way the system works is they pile charges on these people. So they don't actually have one crime, one incident, one crime. They have one incident and 20 crimes. So they're facing everybody who goes is facing 10 years. So they, of course, plead out rather than actually mm-hmm. facing a jury of their peers and, and finding out what they really did. And, and society
0: is worse for it. Yeah, but the but the government guys and the, the, uh, the, the do-gooders, if you will, pat themselves on the back as though they've protected somebody from something. And really, they're just protecting young people from becoming adults. That's really what's happening here. And I think it's incredibly dangerous and destructive. More coming up. 800 259 9231. Your thoughts are welcome. Our twos on the way. Free talk live.
4: How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long.
0: Is free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. Those other talk show hosts in the industry, they want to charge you for their websites. I bet you'll find more for free than you'll find in their paid sections at freetalklive.com. So head on over, check it out for yourself, see if that's a true statement, because I think it is. Freetalklive.com. We're going to continue taking your phone calls, of course, about anything, though the topic of discussion has centered around responsibility, uh, specifically parental responsibility, or lack thereof, for their children. For their offspring. And in this case, I don't even think children is an accurate term because we're talking about a 14 year old boy who was setting off some ice bombs, uh, dry ice bombs, in his parents' or his mom's front yard. She was home at the time. Presumably, uh, she was involved, at least to some extent, probably purchased the dry ice for her son and was aware allegedly of what was going on. Both of them were arrested. Mom has been charged with child endangerment and some other nonsensical charge. He wasn't destroying anyone's property, he was just. As you put it, Mark, doing a science experiment, blowing some you know plastic bottles up in the front yard, and and they arrested them for it. So the, the discussion has been surrounding kind of, well, was this the right thing to do in the first place here? And a couple of people called in to say they thought it was the right thing to do. But then we pointed out that people are going to be setting off firecrackers this weekend, and those are as dangerous, uh, if not more so, than these uh, ice bomb, dry ice bombs. And that's okay for parents to let their kids set off firecrackers, or should we be arresting all parents that allow their children to set off firecrackers without complete supervision? Of course not. And so we kind of uh, converted some people, I guess, last hour. And then we had a gentleman call in to share his story about when he was a kid. What they used to do, they'd go out in the woods, they'd take uh, similar materials, and they'd make bombs and blow them up, and they'd shoot things. They'd bring rifles out, shoot their dinner, that kind of thing. The cops would come out and see them there and see the rifles and make sure they were okay, and they'd leave them alone. So things sure have changed a lot in, uh, in you know, the, a few decades there. And I think it really comes down to, as we were discussing, the childification, for lack of a better term, of, uh, of America, where kids... Young people are encouraged to stay as childlike as they possibly can for as long as they possibly can. And I think that's really the, but, the biggest issue here. Well, that's I, where it th- all stems it's, from.
1: It's that, and But I, I think that people are essentially – they look at, to government as their parent. I mean, uh, what are the police officers doing here when they say to a parent that uh, you're not capable of making the decision as to what your child does? They're – you know, overriding her decision. And who gets their decisions overrode? Kids do. So it's, in, in fact, just people in general are treated like children in America. And I think that mm, that's, that's exactly what government wants. Government wants you to believe that you are incompetent. Actually, government wants you to believe that other people are incompetent so that you will give them the power to deal with them and consequently give them the power to deal with yourself.
0: Yeah, that's true. Let's go to your phone call, see what you think, 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Norm, listening to WSC-FM in Charleston, South Carolina. Hello, Norm, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Norm, you're on the air. Yes. Go for it.
9: Okay. First of all, I think that charge that uh, you said that the woman was charged with is the same one that Randy Weaver was charged
0: with. Child endangerment and manufacturing and possession of a destructive advi- uh, device? Well, the destructive device part. Mm-hmm. I thought he uh, was a shot off off shotgun.
9: Comes under the same federal ordinance, I believe, 10 years in jail. Uh, After they shoot your wife. I don't
0: believe, just as a point of information, I don't believe this is a federal charge. It's uh, Omaha, Nebraska, and there's no mention of it being federal. I think it's just a a local charge.
9: Okay, I think explosives might come under that. That's
1: fine. I mean, Wrap it into whatever point you want to make.
9: Yeah, the police are like Gestapo's today. Mm -hmm. You don't know what's going to happen when you get pulled over. You have no idea.
0: Absolutely, you've got a man with a badge and uh, and a gun on his hip. And most other... of my interactions
1: with police have been very, very good. However, mine too. Yeah, I, you know, I've got to say, I'm whi- uh, you know they would perceive me as being a white guy. My face is shaved. Often I wear like an Oxford shirt that's pressed. You know, and, and I've most of the times I've been pulled over. I've been pulled over in a rather nice car. So, uh, you know, it, I I wouldn't. I, I'm not some long haired dude with dark glasses uh, riding around with tinted windows. They can you know like there's different. Different assumptions are made by, about, you know, sort of the way you conduct yourself.
9: Right. I also would like to make a point as a kid and as a young young man also, I used to make explosive devices as well. That very tight. we used to stick them in bottles, the uh, dry ice. Mm. And I have a nice large scar on my arm where a piece of, a chunk of glass <sighs> from the explosion went in there. Brutal. And it took, uh, well, it was only six stitches to close it up, but it was quite deep.
0: Now, but it was. And there's...
9: Yeah, and the, and the scor- scar is still there. It could have been my eye or something like that. So it, it can be dangerous.
0: Sure. No Absolutely.
9: about
0: that. But, you know, to this kid's credit, he was doing it with plastic bottles, so not quite as uh, as risky in that particular case. And it, it sounds like from all indicating factors, he was doing it safely. You know, mother yeah. was, was nearby. Uh, she was clearly involved, probably purchased him the, the dry ice, and he was putting them in plastic bottles. So uh, as long as you're not holding it in your hand uh, at the time, you're probably going to be okay.
9: And I take my, it's a matter of how you do it and how it was being done. Uh, I take my kids shooting all the time and my wife and my, and my son, and you could die shooting, you know, but you do It if you, if you, uh, take care of certain precautions and, and just be very careful, you know, and follow all the rules. It's a very fun and safe. And so would that blowing up that bottle be too.
0: So Norm, what do you think fun as far safe. as, uh, what, what do you think as far as the responsibility of parents for their, uh, their teenagers actions? How far should that go?
9: That's a it's a, it's a very difficult question. I think you are responsible to a degree to your, for what your kids do out there, especially if they destroy stuff. Uh, but, um, I mean, they are their own. You can't be there all the time. And at one point in life, uh, you know, you try to give them the good guidance growing up, and then they make their own decisions. And, you know, some bad people come out of very good families and vice versa.
0: Fair enough, Norm. I appreciate the thoughts and the uh, the call tonight. Good, uh, good thoughts. 800-259-9231. Let's continue. Uh, ladies first, by the way, uh, Linda is waiting patiently, listening in uh, Indianapolis to WXNT. Hello, Linda. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh,
10: you can hear me? Yeah, sure. I'm on my, well, my, my, I know my radio's on, so that's the only way I can talk to
0: you. You are on the uh, air, and I don't hear your radio, so go for it.
10: Okay. I'm going to go against the grain here because I'm getting a little perturbed about how often you are making comments about the uh, all the police want to do is come out and throw you in jail. Uh, having been a law enforcement officer for 30 years, I can assure you that's not what I was out to do. I wanted to be on the street and not in a station house for two hours, writing a report because of some dumb action on a juvenile's part.
0: So what would you have done, Linda, in this situation? Had you been called out to this house where uh, the bottle pieces of the uh, plastic bottles were out on the front lawn and the 14-year-old boy is standing around, what would you have done?
10: Well, what I'm getting at is I thoroughly believe there's something else going on that you either don't know about or don't have when officers get calls, and they do get calls, it's because someone can't cope. Now, whether it was neighbors, whether there was a problem in the, uh, with the family, I don't know. It was know. neighbors.
0: Neighbors called uh, because there were explos- uh, explosion noises coming yeah, from Yeah,
1: don't you believe, Linda, that people are pretty quick these days to, rather than going and talking to their neighbors, that they'll often just call the police to deal with, their, with whatever issue it is? There's a loud noise going on in my neighborhood.
10: Right. You're making my point. The officers just ride around to arrest somebody that they could find. They were called to the scene because
1: somebody had a problem. Right, a, b- a loud I noise.
10: Say, I don't
0: know what they
10: called. Well,
1: that. we're telling you. I'm telling t- you, Linda. I mean, this is what the story is saying, right. and this is, these are the parameters well, that we're working yeah. within.
0: So okay. let's, let sure. let me hear you, Linda. Now, when did you when did you retire? By the way, from being a police officer. Okay, so not too long ago. So let's say it's 2004. You're still on the job, and you get the, the the call. You come out to this house. It's from a neighbor. They're complaining about noise. You arrive. You see evidence of uh, of uh, dry ice bombs being set off in the front lawn. What do you? How do you handle that situation?
10: As you don't want me to do, I'm going to talk to
0: the juvenile. Uh huh. Okay. And, and so he sa- So so he, he says. says those things, he says
10: mom's in the house and. Now now we go on supposition. Now he admits
0: no he admits but to it. No, no hold out. on, hold on. Let me give you more more facts from the case. He admits to you that uh, it was me, I did it. I set these off and my mom helped. She uh, she bought me the dry ice and she's she's in there making dinner. So uh, so you've got all that information now and I'd like to hear how you handle this. So if you could, hang on. We'll bring you back here in a moment. 800-259-9231 hopefully uh, more with Linda and your calls as well at 800-259-9231. She says the cops aren't out there trying to to arrest people and maybe that's. It's true in some cases, but in other cases, they absolutely are, I think. It's Free Talk Live. Come back with more. American patriots. Would you like to spend a day or two with other freedom-loving Americans? Learn rifle marksmanship while hearing the real story behind the American Revolution? If you said yes, then the Appleseed program is for you. Part shooting school, part oral history lesson. Appleseed has trained thousands of Americans nationwide. And with hundreds of shoots scheduled this year, you can be sure there's one near you. For more information, go to AppleseedInfo.org. That's AppleseedInfo.org. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves. Just dial in toll-free, bring up anything, 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231 one 800 Tonight, it's Ian and Mark. Join us on our website, again, freetalklive.com. The features there are free. The webcam is one of them. You've got our uh, cam. It's open on online. During the program, you'll be able to see us outside the show hours. You'll hear other things from the Liberty Radio Network at lrn.fm. Uh, but uh, we're on right now, and the, the, there's a chat room in the very same page, so you can watch and listen to the show and interact with other Free Talk Live listeners, and it's all free over at cam.freetalklive.com. That's cam.freetalklive.com, and the webcam is brought to you by MemoryDealers.com.
1: MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selective selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, XFPs, GBICs, ZenPaks, and X2s that are 100% compatible with all major Networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off of list price. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. It's in, they're in stock and ready to ship the overnight delivery. Memorydealers.com.
0: Toll-free number again, 800-259-9231. We're talking about a young man who set off some uh, ice bombs, dry ice bombs, in his front yard, was arrested, and his mom was arrested for it. And uh, I suggested that when the police show up somewhere, when they're asking questions, they're not asking them to help you. They're asking them to get a reason to put you in a jail cell. Linda, former cop, calls in to uh, to rebut that. And Linda, you're still with us. Are you there? Yes. All right. You're calling from uh, Indianapolis, listening to WXNT. You were a cop for 30 years, and you're saying that's just not the case, uh, that, uh, that the police aren't necessarily out there to try to, uh, to put people in, uh, in jail cells.
10: You've made two points. One is the overloaded judicial system that we have. And I'm making a point that the officers are not out there just to arrest people and throw them in jail. They're out there to solve a problem that's one has called about. Some of it's serious, some of it's not. I would say that this particular instance, I would almost lay odds that there's more to this incident than either you're saying or the story is reporting. Okay, and well, in this in, in this brutal,
0: incident brutal. I, I appreciate you coming from that perspective, but uh, in this incident, we have to go on what what is being reported and what has been reported is that the young man was arrested after admitting to making the the uh, dry ice bombs and and telling the police that his mother was uh was nearby and, and involved to some extent and so they were both arrested in that case and My question for you is what is it that you would do in that situation, knowing only what you know from uh, from what we 've told you
10: you're ma- you 're wanting me to say, yes, the police arrested them simply because the mom gave him permission to do this. And, and that's not logical. Something else okay. went on. You said there was uh, other nonsensical charges. What
0: were they? Uh, there were only two charges. Uh, let's see, one of them was child child endangerment and the other, ma- manufacturing and possession of a destructive device.
10: Okay. There's nothing in, in the story at all about Raising her voice, drawing attention, drawing people out of their houses.
0: Nope, nope. They were just—I uh, mean, presumably her son was just building these bombs out in his front yard, and some neighbors called the cops because they didn't like the noise.
1: Do you think raising your voice at a police officer is an arrestable char- uh, offense? Well,
10: when I when I say raising my voice, uh, if mom's standing comes out in the front yard and is parading. Screaming about, I don't have this right, and I don't have that, and people start coming out of their houses and people start congregating, then the situation changes.
0: Are you talking like, about when the police are there? Yes. So, wait, you're saying it would be uh, unusual or unreasonable for a mom to get upset and maybe re- leave her house when her son was being arrested in the front yard?
10: Uh, you're making another assumption.
0: I'm asking a question. I'm saying, I'm asking you, is that you're unreasonable? Making-
10: you're making an assumption that the child was being arrested at the time she either did I come I didn't out, say
0: that happened. I was just asking you, would it be unreasonable for a mother to be upset about something like that happening? Were it that were that to happen?
10: I don't know uh, uh, a situation really, unless it was a s- extreme uh, dangerous situation where a 14-year-old would be arrested without first contacting a parent that was in the house
1: well i I think that this is the go ahead i'm sorry
10: that's that's just your 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 question isn't reasonable it is it's not going to happen unless as you say he's out there with a gun shooting at houses or something then yeah he's going to be
1: stopped I think you're right that we are making the assumption that the police are acting in an illogical and unreasonable fashion here. And we, to some extent, make a living by talking about uh, stories where police have operated in an unreasonable and um, illogical fashion. I mean, that's in many cases
4: outrageous. Right. and,
1: And that's kind of what we do. And here's the assumption that I operate from, Linda. I operate from the assumption that a monopoly generally provides Poor service that it will provide service at a high price and that it will provide uh, service that is uh, would be less than it would be if it was in competition with other organizations. And a police, uh, you know, organization is by its vet definition a monopoly, they have a monopoly where they are. In some cases, certainly the, the sheriffs and the police compete for, for service, but by and large, they understand that no one else is going to compete. And so, I do think that we often get. I'm not saying every time. Sometimes you often you will get some really great cops out there, and I think most of them have served on the force for a long time. I it's the new guys that scare me the most, Linda. But um, I think that you often do get poor service out of your uh, law enforcement officers because they don't aren't held accountable. They've got a union that protects them, um, and and you practically have to you have to catch them on film. And even when you do catch them on film, a lot of times they still don't get caught. Uh, get in trouble for it.
10: You're right. A lot of times they don't, because what they are doing is not illegal, and it is trying to be in a law enforcement capacity.
0: It's true. You're right. A lot of times when the police murder people and the police steal things, it's completely legal, uh, and they they do it over and over again, and they get away with it. Let me come back to the question here, Linda, because I've 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 still not gotten a straight answer out of you. If you were to have come on the scene...
10: I have the straight answer out of you. You are apparently wanting to and promoting the fact that police officers are evil. And by doing that, yes, you are. No, I never said that. I'm saying they're human. And by doing that, you are promoting and possibly aiding someone that says, he can't do that, I'm going to do something else, and somebody's going to end up getting hurt. I'm a terrorist. Of...
0: Sorry, Linda, you're Linda, uh, putting all putting words I'm trying
1: mouth. to tell you is that I believe that police officers are human. They are not above the law. They should not be above the law, and often they are treated in that fashion. They'll go around with, thing, with gang symbols on their vehicles, these, this little uh, blue stripe, indicating to other police officers, hey, don't arrest me and my family for, uh, don't, don't give us a ticket, because we're on the same courtesy. team. Yeah. Um, you know, this is this
2: you understand is do you
10: understand what you're just saying yeah. police all police officers are running around with gang symbols on their police cars.
0: not all of them, but a some of them, them do. do yeah i've but, seen them I've seen them wear bands around their wrists. I've seen the gang symbol in many places the gang but, symbol
1: being the, the black uh, field with the blue line across yeah, but, it Have you seen it Linda uh,
2: I've
10: seen a lot of police cars yeah
0: no no have you, have I'm not talking about a police line? car the, the, I'm the the talking about an individual's line. car. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I couldn't really get a straight answer out of her uh, about the situation, what she would do. She probably would have put that boy in handcuffs, too. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. We're halfway through, means plenty of time still for you to get your calls on the air about whatever's on your mind. 800 259 9231, though, talking about parental responsibility, uh, talking about uh, the the childification of America, the police and their mm, eagerness to arrest people, their propensity. For putting people in handcuffs who have not harmed anyone else as this young 14-year-old and his mother uh, in Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska, were arrested just uh, the other day for setting off ice bombs, uh, dry ice bombs in the front yard. Let's continue with your phone calls at 800-259-9231. But first, Mark, tell me about Jurisdictionary.com.
1: Jurisdictionary.com is a program that allows you to defend yourself in a court of law. Um, All you have to do is go there and check it out. I've taken their courses, and it is awesome. They teach you how to fill out the forms, get evidence, move the court, set hearings, do research, draft pleadings. It's all there. It's set up in a fashion the average eighth grader can understand in less than 24 hours. It's created by a doctor of uh, jurisprudence who wants you to know how to protect yourself from members of his profession. Uh, there's an exhaustive amount of material you get at Jurisdictionary.com.
0: Now, Mark, I know you wanted to comment on the police in general here, but I want to get back to these phone yep. calls. So make a note. We'll see if we can get back to that. Uh, but let's go first to Ross in Tampa listening to WFLA. Ross, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Ross. Ross in Tampa. Going once. I hear someone. Oh, he hung That up. sounded like a hung hang All up. All right. Let's try Jim listening in Decatur to WBHP. Hello, Jim.
11: Hello, gentlemen. How are you this wonderful evening?
0: Just super. What's on your mind tonight?
11: Well, let me think. Let me, let me start the, the, the statement this way. It's very important for a totalitarian state to use the civilians to inform on fellow civilians.
1: Yeah, you can't hire with, enough, uh, uh, enough uh, police to, to have a totalitarian state. You
11: have to,
0: you have, to have people working with you.
11: Absolutely. That's the general population, and they do it through media, so on and so forth.
0: The Snitch Society, anonymous tip lines, uh, rewards for anonymous tips, that sort of thing. It's all over the place.
11: Absolutely. Now, coupled with that, if she gets arrested and he gets arrested for making bombs, that will probably negate their ability to purchase a weapon, a firearm, Mm -hmm. ammunition. So it, it, it kind of begins the snowball effect of liberating your rights, destroying your rights to basic protection, basic Second Amendment rights, so on and so forth.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem like the government uh, wants a lot of people to have guns. It seems like they're making it more and more difficult as decades go by for people to to keep and bear arms, which is supposed to be a constitutional right. I mean, the the Constitution I read says um, the right of people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And as far as I'm concerned, one single law about who can have a weapon, what kind of weapons they can have, that kind of thing, is an infringement.
11: Absolutely correct. Total agreement. So in, reference to the, in, in reference to the Randy Weaver episode in uh, August of 92, I was uh, working in a place called K-Talk Radio in Salt Lake City, and the, the principal reason that he was surrounded and literally Sammy was murdered and also was Vicki was the fact that they had a paid confidential informant that said that he had cut off a four ten shotgun one quarter of an inch too short. And so that justified their actions of going into and doing what they did.
0: Yeah, there are always some words on paper somewhere that justify the actions of uh, the men in uniforms carrying guns going and wreaking havoc on some peaceful person's life. There's always some sort of, uh, you know, statute or ordinance written somewhere that they can just point to and say, oh, oh it's not killing because it says here that we can do it.
11: There again, it was a civilian, literally a civilian, informing on his neighbor. Hmm. So, so it goes back to, so it goes back to our original point, that resulted in the death of Vicky Weaver, the death of Sammy Weaver. You know, uh, coupled the, with that, go ahead, sir. No, go right ahead. Coupled with that, Lon Horiuchi, who was identified as the shooter in Vicky's case, was tr- we tried to get him brought up on murder charges, but guess what? He was insulated, isolated, and purportedly was at Waco uh, a year or so later you yep. shooting at those people
0: well it's a sovereign immunity i mean they are completely shielded from their actions or any responsibility uh, thereto they i mean they like i say if it says in their in their paperwork somewhere that it's okay it's okay for them to steal and murder people likely in problem. this case it was
1: qualified immunity but if he was given an order to shoot then he was then and he shot then it's qualified immunity i'm just
0: following orders
11: yes that's all i was doing uh, get into the gas chamber there bucko i'm just following <laughs> orders didn't work too good at nuremberg nor did it
0: uh, if only, if only that uh, they had some responsibility for their actions, but they don't, and they know it. Many of them absolutely know there is no responsibility uh, to them, so they will uh, be even more brazen with uh, the the crimes that they get away with.
11: Absolutely, watch the propaganda. Remember that totalitarianism and the root word of totalitarianism in total, absolute, complete, total compliance and control. The one thing they hate above all is the word no
0: yes oh tell me about it we just had uh, last night our friends from the um, from libertyontour.com we had them on the show for the first hour and a half last night they were arrested in Massachusetts for going into uh, to bail a couple of friends out of jail with video cameras the bureaucrats at the jail didn't like that very much uh, because uh, the words no are pretty powerful and having a video camera while you say it is even more powerful because then it can go up on YouTube and then other people can see you saying no to these people and, uh, and, and maybe they'll get an idea in their head to start Saying no as well, I think more people need to start saying no, by the way, our friends were arrested for having those video cameras in that uh, in that jail room in this supposedly public area of the jail where they were just there to bail somebody out, and it's because they refused to uh, to bow down and, uh, and lick the boot of their masters that they were put in a cage for a night.
11: That's how it works. Isn't it nice living in a free country? Isn't it nice? Independence
0: Day, everybody! Woo! Hey, hey yes thanks for the call. call. Great call Thank tonight. You. Appreciate hearing from you, Jim, at 800 259 Oh, but wait, Mark. Nobody calls it Independence Day anymore, do they? Now it's just the 4th of July. Yeah, now, now it's just the day that people you know, some fireworks. We don't want fireworks. independence around here anymore. No, and I swear to you, and I, I know we talk about it every year because it's worth. I think it's worth mentioning every year. Every year, listen to the news, listen to talk radio, and try to count on one hand how many times you hear people reference the 4th of July instead of Independence Day. Happy 4th of July, happy 4th, uh, it's
1: the 4th. uh, uh, I mean, you won't hear Independence Day, but maybe a handful of times. That's what I'm saying, saying count
0: how many times, I, I bet you can't even count on one hand how many times someone actually says Independence Day instead of the 4th of July.
1: It's certainly uncommon and words have power.
0: Just right. just like uh Jim the big voice of the afternoon from K Talk coming to TLI. <laughs> that guy was great. Yeah, he was awesome. Uh so yeah, I mean just just take my challenge and listen to the media, look at the look at the web and see what people are calling the the, the holiday tomorrow. They're calling it the 4th of July. It's the 4th of July. F- July fireworks spectacular. It's the 4th. Of, are you having a 4th of July barbecue? No. It was Independence Day, and to me it still is. Not that I care about the nation having independence or anything like that. I care about individuals having independence. And I think that independence is a is a really important concept. That's why a few days ago up here in New Hampshire at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, from where we were broadcasting live last week, uh, we actually it was probably around this time last week, that we had people signing the Shire Society Declaration, which is all about declaring your independence from this monolithic police state that we have growing up around us. So what are you going to celebrate tomorrow? Is it just the fact that you've got a day off from work and you get to drink and set off some fireworks? Or are you going to celebrate independence? Which is worth celebrating, mind you. What, that you can drink and set off fireworks? And have a day off work, yeah. uh, If you can set off fireworks, it is worth celebrating. Because in many places, as you pointed out earlier tonight, Mark, you can't even set off fireworks. You can't even possess fireworks. Maine, Massachusetts, I don't have the list of states, but they're all over the place. Some local municipalities as well have fireworks bans. How crazy is that, that, that uh, the so-called free people of America would just look the other way and say, oh, yeah, it must be for our own good. They don't want us to set off fireworks anymore. Well, I guess we'll just let the city do it. Because the city's allowed to, right? They get the, the professional pyrotechnics guys out. They hire... Because
1: the... the government's a competent organization and should be allowed to have <laughs> explosives, right?
0: So they'll spend some of your taxpayer dollars on setting off some fireworks, but you can't do it. Tax, look, citizen, it's for your own good. You don't want to hurt yourself, do you? Let us handle this for you. We'll just have all the fun, and uh, you can sit and watch. Enjoy your beer. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Bring up whatever you want. You can take control of the airwaves. This is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. 800-259-9231. Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves, the live Saturday edition of the program, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. All the features there are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Tis the live Saturday show. And by the way, if you enjoy the program, you like the fact that you go to freetalklive.com and interact with our listeners and use all the website features for free, there are ways you can support the show. One of them is by shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. You just enter Amazon through that link, and Freetalk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So whatever it is that you're looking to buy, you can probably find it there. They've got a whole lot of stuff. In fact, dozens of categories used items even if you need to save a few extra bucks go used or if you're buying brand new look for free super saver shipping as an option it's available on a whole bunch of their products and that makes things uh, even more convenient so head over to amazon.freetalklive.com and get your shopping done as we continue here on this pre-independence day or independence day eve edition of free talk live and i just I got off my yearly rant, uh, my yearly thoughts about how it's a shame that nobody calls it Independence Day anymore. Or I mean, when I say nobody, I mean nobody in the, uh, the popular media. You just don't hear it. Yeah. The people on television, the the hosts, the anchors, uh, the politicians, these people do not refer to tomorrow as Independence Day. They're always calling it the Fourth of July. Yeah. Fourth of
1: July is the Fourth of July everywhere in the world. Independence Day is only Independence Day in the United States.
0: Let's continue uh, with your phone calls, though. You can bring up anything. We've been everywhere from parental responsibility for their children's actions to uh, the police state here tonight. Let's talk to Casey listening in Seminole, Florida, to WFLA. Hello, Casey.
12: Hello. Happy Independence Day Eve to you guys.
0: Indeed, sir. What's on your mind tonight?
12: Well, I wanted to talk about the arrest of the parent and the child um, for making the, um, the ice bomb. Sure. And I think from the information I have, basically the the, the uh, officers were wrong because they shouldn't have arrested them. But if they had done something that was against the law or something, you know, they should have given them a ticket or something like that, i can only see them doing an arrest if they were going to continue against the instructions of the officer, you know, continue doing it, or, you know, if the child was so, so-called endangered, if the parent said, no, I'm going to let him keep doing it, then that might be a, a cause for an arrest. But but wouldn't endangerment
1: um, be, um, I mean, I, I, I'm just, I, I, just trying to understand their laws here, but wouldn't, endangerment have been you know something that i did in the past not what i might do in the future i i mean if i if i truly exactly. did endanger my child it it would seem like that charge would be um legitimate in this case i think it's far too broad um broadly used but
12: yeah well i don't know that they that she contributed to his endangerment but i grew up with fireworks doing fireworks and everything else and they were illegal you know in the state i was doing them and we always tried not to get caught by the by the officers, but if we had, I certainly would have expected to you know, have to face whatever consequences. Um, and you know, each locality is different you know, as far as what those consequences are. But I think arrest is is way over the line because then that goes on your permanent record. It goes, you know they have to
0: deal with that but a ticket is an arrest uh, by I the depend. way just just to clarify when you get ticketed that's considered an arrest in their system you're still being charged with something it's just that they don't drag you down to the jailhouse and process you through there and if it's
1: only but if it's only a violation then it's likely it's not going to go on your permanent record child endangerment right,
12: exactly. doesn't sound like a
0: violation to me that's, no, that sounds it's like not, a misdemeanor.
12: That's true, but fortunately, if they were arrested too, that she has an opportunity in this country to fight it. Um, and if it's a criminal one, right. she to, right. You know, well, she gets to be defended. Uh, without she gets to fight it in their to... courts. Ag-
1: agreed, but I mean, that's you know, true. you're you're and you're taking. Not, you're taking on a system where police officers are more valued; their their word is more valued than yours is in the court of law. Right. Secondly, they don't have the the um they don't have to pay for it. Right. You know, they, if they found if even they, if you're they found not get guilty. paid for going to court, not um the other way around. So Absolutely. she's going to have to pay to defend herself. She's going to be considered a second class citizen. If you don't believe this is true, just see who gets to carry their gun on their hip into the courtroom and who has to go Absolutely. through a metal detector.
12: Absolutely. If, I, I agree with that. However, yeah, well, I, I, know you I think that they are allowed to. They're going to have to make a judgment. Whoever's in charge, someone has to be in charge to, 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 you know, enforce whatever laws we have in the country. Uh, I do think that there needs to be some kind of reform with the officers, but we have to give them a little bit of leeway. And if. If it goes to court and they find that they were out of line, that they should be reprimanded or face
0: consequences, also. I think that I think that it'd be nice if the police actually had to pay consequences when they make mistakes, but they uh, they typically don't. If we held
1: our government employees uh, responsible for sometimes their sometimes actions, we'd be in pretty good shape. But that doesn't
0: happen. It, when you say sometimes, you mean like one out of a hundred, because usually uh, it's like ninety-nine times out of a hundred that the police abuse people and uh, and hurt people. That's a made-up statistic, happens, and nothing happens.
12: That may be true, but but I mean if, it, if it's if, you know, there, there are cases where the cops had to uh, pay consequences, but, you know, I, I think more people should fight it, but but also if they're enforcing a law that's in their locality that they're, you know, there are cops who will step over the line, there's always going to be cops who step over the line, we need to weed them out, and maybe this is a case that needs to bring it forth so that it can be weeded out.
0: I thank you for the call tonight, I appreciate hearing from you. In order to weed the bad cops out, there's one thing that needs to change, and that is that there needs to be the ability to have competition in the area of protection. The government people at the very least should not be coercing people into paying for their services if the police, for instance, if you could say, oh, I don't want to fund the police department this year because they are hurting people that have not harmed anyone else, if people could withdraw their money from funding this organization, then they you better believe they're going to change their behavior real quick if people can just stop, you know, if, if, if their funding can just dry up on a voluntary basis. But we're all forced to pay for these police because if you don't pay the property taxes, for instance, they're going to come, those very same police will come and throw you out of your home. So there is no way to hold these people accountable besides going and begging city councilors or something like that to, to try to do something and then you deal with all the union rules that make it so that they can appeal their firings and come back three years later and get like there's a story once where a, i think it was a cop got fired and then years or maybe several cops they got fired and then years later they were reinstated and they got three years of back pay for all the time they didn't even work. It was amazing. I, you know, I don't disagree that
1: competition would be a good thing for, uh, you know, security organizations. But I think that, that that we're a long way from that. I think that the the first greatest step that one could take is to. Um, you know, it is for government agents to be responsible for their actions and not be shielded by the government agency for whom they work. I think that you should not only be able to sue the police department, but the police officer, and you can't in most cases. Personally Secondly, liable. Yeah, yeah. Personally, they should be personally liable for their actions. Um, I'm personally liable for my actions. Secondly, I think the war on drugs has destroyed uh, probable cause, jurisprudence, all these things in the United States. And I think that uh, by getting rid of the war on drugs and putting police officers Back into a role where they just go after people who have hurt. Someone yes. or taken their property. Or there's
0: a legitimate complaint. A, a real damage has been done to a person or their property. That would be the ideal situation. And if the police were fully liable for their actions, that would make them far less likely to go off uh, half cocked and arrest people that uh, that didn't deserve it. And police can use discretion today. In uh, in the police, go ahead and read your your police's code or whatever. They they've got the, up here in Keene, New Hampshire. There's a on the wall in the police department. There's a plaque and it has their uh, their code of ethics. And it's a really flowery language, very, very nice, uh, very nice thing to, to say. Very, their mission statement sounds very good. It's all about protection and all this. But they're not protecting you. They're threatening you. And the fact that you know that's the case, because when you're driving on the road and you pull, you've got a cop pulling in behind you, whether he puts his lights on or not, you get that at least I know I do. You get the the beating heart, you get the uh, the adrenaline pulse. You uh you get a little nervous because there's a man with a gun back there and you never know if you're going to encounter a rogue agent who's going to do something horrible to you.
1: Well, I don't know that that's what most people think. I think most people think,
0: "Oh crap, I'm going to get a ticket." That's something horrible. It's pulling you over. I, I horrible. I don't mean like mutilating you, but uh, but in that you are having you are being waylaid. You're taken away. Uh, your time is being taken away from you. You're being forced with the, uh, putting a ticket upon you, and then you have to deal with that by either obediently paying it or going to court and uh, and dealing with it uh, through in that manner. And it's just absolutely awful. It's an aggression against a peaceful person, and that stuff needs to stop. Let's continue, though, with your calls. Dan listening in Aberdeen to KBKW. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dan.
13: Yeah, hi. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, you brought up a couple things that caught my interest uh, about when you started working and things. And I can remember in the 60s when shortly after President Kennedy was assassinated, all his kids... 9, 10, 11 years old, had twenty twos. You could buy the shells any time you wanted. Sure. Then all of a sudden, after the assassination, you had to be 21. Hmm. So, there you go. Our uh, uncles, parents, whatever, would buy the twenty two shells for us for going out don't plinking. So, same thing. Should they be incarcerated or supplying us ammunition? And then another thing that you mentioned was uh, your working age. I look back at my Social Security report. I started paying into Social Security in 1966, which would have meant I was 14 years old, working a job. Hmm. So what you guys have been talking about is who's responsible for what. All leads me to thinking about my younger age. grew up in a small town in North Dakota, where freedom was actually freedom.
0: Yeah, well, you actually had to. I totally understand where you're coming from, and uh, most uh, most kids these days at 14 can't get hired anywhere. I thank you for the call tonight. We're going to move on. Hour number three is coming up. You can take control of the airwaves. If you're on the line, we will get to you. Do be patient. More coming up.
14: This is Free Talk Live. Attention, all active-duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out, up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com.
0: Talk Live, launching into the third hour of this, the live Saturday edition of the show. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up anything at all, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are totally free, so enjoy those. Again, freetalklive.com. Lots going on here tonight on the show. We've been all over the map uh, talking about everything from parental responsibility for teenagers' actions to uh, the police and them overreacting uh, Independence Day versus the Fourth of July a particular little uh, I guess bone I like to pick every single year when it 's uh, this around this time of year it's it 's not the Fourth of July tomorrow it 's Independence Day. Please remember that as you 're listening to everyone around you call it the Fourth of July. As we continue here, uh, we can touch on that further if you'd like. But your calls are the primary element. Lee, we go to Gene, the Christian anarchist on the line in Tennessee. Hello, Gene.
15: No, actually, this is the Christian anarchist deep behind enemy lines in Washington, D.C. Ew,
0: uh, why? Does it make you feel a little dirty? Sorry
15: about that. I lost you you for a second. Drop your phone? Yeah. Uh, No, I pulled my earphone out of my uh, phone. Ah, Here you are. So what are you doing there? I want to... I want to talk about religion and politics. All right, go for it. And I think, uh, and of course I'm seeing this religion called United States practice very strongly here in Washington, D.C., and I think the one thing that I would like people to understand more than anything else is that there's a reason why people say don't talk about religion and politics, because they are one and the same. Politics or, or the belief in a government is actually a religion, and nowhere you see that stronger than here in Washington, D.C., where you go to these monuments, they erect these big stone sculptures and these big buildings. They're basically cathedrals. And uh, yep. what it is, a form of worship, you you're pay your tribute to your king or your queen or your, or your master, uh, which portent, portends to be your god. Your
0: god, and, the United States federal government.
15: Right, and that's one of the reasons that these... Uh, people who call themselves authority, seem to look down upon the peons because they consider themselves gods, and they're different levels of gods. Of course, they're a polytheistic uh, religion, and uh, they do have a temple here that I just visited that is, uh, I think they resurrected it by mistake because it's a temple to the uh, god of Jefferson. And you go in there and you see the uh, words engraved in stone in that temple, and they basically cut to heart what everything these uh, these crazy people are doing here. You know, every every attempt at their tyranny is cut down by the words of Jefferson, and they're engraved in stone.
0: Great. It's a great analogy. I think you're uh, pretty much spot on with it, Gene. Any other thoughts?
15: Well, I, I said two years ago when I called you, I was here in Washington, D.C. a couple of years ago, and I said that they've got to do something with that Jefferson Memorial because they can't leave it standing. It flies in the face of everything they're doing because of the words that are engraved there. And this trip, i found that it's very, very difficult to get to the Jefferson Memorial. They have basically cut off all parking that's near the Jefferson Memorial. So the only way into it is to walk. And we even have a handicapped parking permit because of my wife's parents. And we could not get a handicapped parking place anywhere near the Jefferson Memorial. So I think they're they're trying to make it difficult to even go see that thing. And although two years ago I said, you know, I thought that they would set up a set up a dirty bomb or something. I don't know. So it could just could be a bad. It, it could
0: just be bad central planning, Gene, that you're really talking about. I don't know if it's a a conscious choice. But thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate it. At eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I don't think Americans. I mean,
1: everybody's taught uh, these things in school. They they all have these civ- civics things. I mean, you know, Jefferson's words are easy to find on the Internet, you know, carving them in stone in Washington, D.C. I don't think it means that much to people. I just I just don't think that I think think that they can can sort of hear it, but um, listen to it, but not hear it. You know,
0: well, maybe they uh, listen to it and agree with it on some level or they they look at it and it sounds good. I mean, you've got a poll tonight that you brought in that shows that people generally think the government is getting too big and that the government's way too big and that uh, they want less of it. But that doesn't mean they're actually going to do anything about it. So people agreeing with what Thomas Jefferson might say is that's nice. It's great if you agree with Thomas Jefferson, uh, but if you don't actually act on your beliefs, then what do you got? You've just got an intellectual, uh, you know, debate session. Yeah, yeah. Let's continue with your calls. Ray is in Tampa, listening to WFLA. Hello, Ray. Ray in Tampa, going once.
7: Hey, how you doing? Hey, Ray, what's on uh, your mind tonight? I'm happy, actually. But
0: uh, oh, sorry about that. Go ahead.
7: That's all right. I'm a, a conservative and a strong believer in the Constitution. Uh, served under Ronald Reagan uh, in the service for six years and
0: who did you serve? Uh, huh? Who did you serve in those six years?
7: I served the people really? under a, a very a very strong president, which I felt you know, and I was proud to serve uh, during those times. Isn't it true? Isn't it true
0: though that you really just served the politicians?
7: Yeah, in yeah. a way. Yeah. I mean it, but but it depends on which politicians, you know, like I said, if the if the the government is led by at least a decent leader, at least you feel you're serving someone that has
0: So you felt that uh, Ronald Reagan was decent?
7: Well, he had a good agenda. I mean, he uh um didn't didn't like cower to people. He, he stood up for the country now, against other people in the in the world, you know. And when you say like that, that he
0: stood up for the country, uh, did he stand up for small government principles?
7: Um, I'm not really like. I mean, I don't feel that he was into expanding government well, like don't. beyond control, like they do now. What would you consider I beyond mean, control? Just, like, not, like let me ask you a, question, a quick control. question
0: here. What what would you consider beyond control? Let's say you're starting at X. As far as the size of the government, and then increasing the government by a certain percentage, what would uh, how much percentage increase would be beyond control in your mind? Fifteen percent, thirty percent, sixty percent, eighty percent. What's what's beyond probably control? Probably
7: ten percent would be beyond. He increased
0: it by sixty, like sixty-nine percent. I thought it was sixty-seven, something like that. Yeah, close to sixty-five, seventy percent over the uh, the eight years he was.
1: You were getting baited, Ray. Just go on with your point, because my partner will go after Reagan every time.
7: Okay, I'll go after uh, any of them well, anytime. My, my, my point uh, was that I heard on the, uh, like you said, the popular media was a news break the other day, um, talking about Independence Day and uh, and Thomas Jefferson, but but they brought up something about a uh, an error in the rough draft of the independence. Um,
1: the Declaration of Independence.
7: Yes, where where he referred to the people as. Uh, um, Subjects. oh i bet he did you know actually and,
1: and I, it wasn't I entirely uncommon uh, ray I, I, I was just going to uh, point out it wasn't entirely uncommon for united states citizens to be referred to us as, as subjects
0: right. even was, up until
7: the point i was going to make back in those days that was kind of common so yeah. i can understand a slip of the tongue oh no it wasn't a slip a, of the, the tongue
0: they're still doing that the cops call people right. subjects all the time i heard it just the other day right yeah um, So, what what does that tell you? What does that tell you? How is it that, that on one hand, they can call themselves public servants and servants, and then at the same time call you a subject?
7: Because they're, like, once again, uh, uh, above the law and just completely out of touch with reality.
0: Indeed. I will Um, agree with that.
7: But just basically going back, you know, to to the basics of the Constitution and the Founding Fathers is what I was trying to get at, you know, um, conservatives will use... You know, we'll we'll look at that as the basis of what they believe—the you know, Constitution—and that the founding fathers tried to build the government, you know, in in for the people, a small government, and then it just ran from there. Uh, but I'm it sure did, if, Ray, Ray, yeah, Ray. I'd like to I'd the, like,
1: like to make a point left on left
7: the or the politician type people, uh, the way they're going to spin that, that 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 error made on on the rough draft as saying that the founding fathers were just like. Obama, <laughs> just
0: you know, two hundred. Yeah, they probably ago. weren't as bad as Obama. But. Yeah. You know, um, Ray, I'd, I'd jump like jump to make a point about conservatives and the down, Constitution, if know. I could. Please, please, okay. conservatives in the Constitution.
1: Ray. I'd like to make a point about conservatives in the Constitution. Now, I would have called myself a conservative at some point in my life. I choose not to use that label anymore. And I, I guess what I, I sort of feel like is that, um, you know that that there's there's an inaccurate pic, picture in the mind of conservatives regarding the Constitution.
0: And And I want you to tell me more about the inaccurate picture here in a moment. And, Ray, if you want to stick around for the conversation, you're welcome to. Hang on. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. Take control of the airwaves toll free at 800 259 9231. number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1 800 259 9231, and you can join us on our website. At freetalklive.com, the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com features including our live listening options. We've got live streams, broadband and dial-up flavors, plus our webcam and even listen lines that will allow you to listen in uh, via any phone that can dial long distance. All free, around the clock, listen.freetalklive.com. Take the
1: Startpage.com's seven-day challenge. For seven days, use Startpage.com instead of your big brother search engine and experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines, but unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy in your search. If you use the proxy link that, uh, that comes under each one of the search results, you'll have privacy when you go to that website. You can uh, start your seven-day challenge today at StartPage.com.
0: We are here to take your calls about anything. We actually held Ray over here. Uh, Ray is back with us listening to WFLA, somebody who self-describes as a conservative, uh, likes Ronald Reagan. Of course, I pointed out that Reagan had nothing to do with uh, smaller government because it dramatically increased to the size of government during his his term. But, Mark, you wanted to comment on the whole conservative constitution thing.
1: Yeah. uh, Ray, are you there? Yes. Okay, great. Um, I guess the the point I want to make, and, and I would have called myself a conservative at one point, and I think that now I've sort of moved and evolved, and I'm certainly no liberal, but I, I have a, sort of a different philosophy on the Constitution. Likely, you and I view the Constitution very similarly, as though it was a document written in plain English so that the average person could understand it, and therefore the government would be held responsible by the average person. Does that sound right? Yeah. So I, I guess this is something that I, I sort of uh, uh, you know, came to understand about the Constitution. The Constitution gives uh, the Supreme Court appellate jurisdiction over every uh, case that comes before it, um, essentially gives it the, the, the ability to call something uh, a law unconstitutional. The Supreme Court has the final say on what is constitutional, and what isn't, right? Yes. So you're in my opinion as to what is constitutional and what isn't, really is completely irrelevant if we believe that the Constitution is a valid document. Yes. So our opinions, as we are, in fact, the subjects that you were talking about, we are the subjects of uh, essentially the uh, the United States government and, and maybe the Supreme Court as the highest uh, uh, body there. And, uh, you know, by recognizing the Constitution as a document that is is valid and somehow binding to me, um, I didn't sign that thing, and and um, you know, I've it was signed two hundred years ago, and the government isn't abiding by it, so I don't consider it to to bind me. But by saying that it binds me, I'm actually giving my power to the to the Supreme Court. Any thoughts?
7: Yeah,
0: how do you feel about that, Ray? Uh,
7: well, <laughs> it's kind of like it doesn't work very well, does it? In other words, um, you know, don't I guess what my 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 foundation of beliefs is is that it 's you know it 's supposed to be for the people by the people, and that 's what supposedly the election process was supposed to do, but somehow they 've manipulated that to where it 's not even a true election anymore because it 's not a full count it goes to you know um different uh, and it wouldn't really matter anyway because really it,
0: Right, it wouldn't matter even if they counted it accurately or all was. that. Anyway, because you're still choosing between, uh, as, as uh, Jason Osborne put it uh, from Sickle CAI, Crap Sandwich A versus Crap Sandwich B. I mean, these, exactly. uh, these people are are power-addicted sickos who want to wield uh, power over other people, peaceful people, and, and you're absolutely right when you say that it doesn't do much because, well, the fact is, words, the most glorified, you know, glorified, wondrous words written on pieces of paper has never done uh, thing number one to stop people who are looking to control others and clearly the uh, this so-called small government constitution did nothing of the sort. That's why we've got a multi-trillion dollar federal government today that's killing and murdering people uh, around the world and stealing uh, billions of dollars and trillions of dollars from people who haven't even been born yet. Hey, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. And it was the Republicans and the Democrats that did it together. one 800 259 All the while, they act like they're at each other's throats and like they don't like each other.
1: Well, I, th- I think they dislike each other. However, the, the- the problem is, is the pendulum swings and the Republicans grow the government in their direction. The Democrats grow the government in their direction and neither one ever shrink the government back when they, uh, when they get into charge.
0: Let's continue with your calls. Ben is listening to Tampa's WFLA, man. Ben, uh, ben, you're on free talk live. Ben, you're on the air. Ben going once, Ben going twice. Let's try Larry in Tampa. Larry, you are on free talk live with Ian and Mark. I just want to you, There's somebody to down there. Tur- turn him up if you would, please.
9: You need to hold cops accountable for their behavior. But not only cops, but the rest of the criminal justice system. And I like to remind people the criminal justice system is far more criminal than it is just.
0: Yes, absolutely.
9: Over and over again. And one of the ways that they are more criminal than they are just is they have given themselves near absolute immunity. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways is if you, I'm sorry, near absolute immunity from civil lawsuits. So that they, you basically have no recourse. Bring them to make them accountable for their. Yeah, pretty
0: much. You're 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 right. Absolutely. Through their system, there's not much that you can do because it's you versus them, and it's their judges and their cops and their system and their rules and their interpretation of their rules that matters. In fact, here up here in New Hampshire, and probably across the country, uh, but I'm speculating about that. But up here in New Hampshire, the first rule, as I understand it, of the court rules, the system, uh, the court system rules, is that the judge can waive any rule he wants anytime he wants. So I mean, even by their own rules, they can. whatever it is they want to, and as you say, they have no liability for their actions. But there is a way, I think, for people to change things and to hold, uh, to some extent, these bureaucrats accountable, and that is to no longer go along to get along, to no longer bend over, uh, to no longer spread them, to no longer do as they say, to no longer pay what they demand, and to tell them, no, we're not going to go along with it anymore, we're not going to obey your regulations, we're not going to obey your nonsensical uh, controls over our lives, over our private lives, over our business lives. No, we're not going to go along with it. And if you want to do something about it, well, you're going to have to put me in that jail cell over there because I'm not going to pay you. I'm not going to pay you this citation. I'm not going to pay you this ticket and this fine. At that point, things get pretty tough for them because I can tell you here in New Hampshire, they're so strapped for cash, even with all the thousands of dollars they get rolling in every single day from all the people they victimize on nonviolent crimes like uh, open possession of alcohol or smoking cannabis or something like that, or rolling through a stop sign, even with the cash register ringing on all of those hundreds and hundreds of cases, Every single day they still don't have any money. They are spending it all and they barely can even pay the rent. The local uh, Keene, New Hampshire, where we broadcast from, the city of Keene just this week had to waive the rent fee for the district court in order to keep the district court operating in this town. If they hadn't waived the rent, the district court would have had to have left Keene, New Hampshire. The Milford District Court just shut down uh, the other day, and they're having to take unpaid furlough days. So right now, they are teetering on the precipice of destruction. And if enough people were to just refuse to go along with this nonsense, they would have to stop enforcing these bad laws.
9: I agree, but easier said than done. When the foundations crumble, what will the righteous do? And um, that's something to think about. If you have a chance... Read Imbler versus Pottsman. Imbler versus Patchman is the court case that these people gave themselves absolute immunity. And in this immunity, um, you're not there anymore. No, we're here. We're right here. Oh, I'm sorry. I heard silence. I, um, basically, it's absolute immunity. Something that we not sit down and decide
1: that this is the best thing for them.
0: No, they, they decided it for themselves. You're absolutely right about that. Aggregating more power to themselves consistently Foxes over time. Fox is
1: running the hen house.
0: Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. He said it's easier said than done to go along with, or to stop going along to get along. He's right about that, but there is a way to make it easier. We'll talk about that in a moment.
6: This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Boost Kid Essentials, the nutritionally complete drink with 25 essential vitamins and minerals and probiotics to help support your child's healthy growth. Visit us at kidessentials.com. Calling certain foods bad or good doesn't go very far in helping kids understand about balanced diets. Discuss the powers of foods. Carrots are good for your eyes. Fish keeps your heart strong. And how they work together to help kids grow, and they'll remember it even better. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash today.
0: free talk live it's the live saturday edition of the program we are as always here to take your calls about whatever you want take control of the airwaves bring up anything at 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll free line one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 259 9231 you can uh, again take control here and our website by the way allows you to get interactive. You can go and submit show prep suggestions. You go to freetalklive.com, create yourself an account. It's totally free. And then anything that you see online that you think is particularly interesting, submit it to our website. Other listeners will then see it and vote on it, whether they like or dislike. And the most liked items will make it to the front page and the top of our website, meaning we're more likely to see it and talk about it. In fact, the uh, the story that we started out the show with tonight, we found right there on the front page of the site at freetalklive.com. So enjoy all of that on us. Now then, I said I had an idea as far as how it is that we were talk- I was talking about a non-cooperation and no longer going along with uh, what the bureaucrats are demanding of you, not following their stupid regulations and their ordinances, as long as you're not hurting anybody. I- I- I'm not talking about damaging people. I'm talking about just going about your life how you want, as long as you harm no one else. So uh, don't go along with it. Don't pay the fines. Don't obey and refuse to go along with it. And the the last guy we were on the phone with says, well, it's easier said than done. And he's absolutely right about that.
1: Right. Essentially um, what the economists would call a market failure. What do you mean by that? Well, a market, <laughs> a market failure would be, uh, the idea is is the government is by we the people, right? So each, so joint and severally, we all have the responsibility of keeping the government responsible. Mm. However, it is easier and safer for the individual to not hold the government responsible, but in fact to do what the government says, because right. it's going to cost them, you know, 50% of their earnings or whatever the average individual pays to in, in you know, uh, federal, state, local, municipal taxes and all that other and stuff. If you stick- you' up
0: above water they'll uh, go you'll after lose a
1: hundred percent so that's that's what they call a market failure the, the 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 constitution and the sort of democratic republic that we have is in fact a system prone to market failure
0: well i i i, 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 I don't know i i I hesitate to use the term market when uh, describing anything in regards to the government. that's just i'm just saying that's what the economists would call it okay well, economists are mostly Keynesian, and we wouldn't agree with that. In this
1: either. case, it would be a, uh, uh, an Austrian. David Friedman was the person I talked to, uh, the, the the gentleman who wrote The Machinery of Freedom, yeah, the not son big, of Milton Friedman. a Freedom. big fan. Anyway, an awesome, so what I awesome. wanted
0: to talk about was uh, how it is that it could be easier. Because he said it's easier said than done to advocate people refusing to go along with uh, the government. And he's right. It is easier said than done. However, it is easier to do when you get together with other people who are willing to do it. If you are dispersed, if you're distributed throughout the United States and you love freedom and you want, you you'll fantasize about saying no to the government, then I've got an idea for you. You can visit freestateproject.org to learn about the Free State Project. Mark and I are Free State Project participants. We made the move here to New Hampshire uh, back in 2006, all the way up from our home state originally of Florida. And it's been a great move because we've gotten together with hundreds of other like-minded, liberty-oriented people who've come from around the country and around the world to get here to New Hampshire, and there are over 10,000 people that have signed up for this project. Only a few hundred have moved at this point, uh, but uh, thousands more are coming, and these are people that understand what liberty means. They understand that in order to be free, you have to allow others to be free. They understand that freedom means the ability to live your life how you want, so long as you don't harm other people, and they understand that action needs to be taken in order to get us to where we want to be. And more action than just begging politicians or voting, uh, there's a lot of uh, disobedience and media creation and non-cooperation going on here. We've had some recent successes on easy stuff like uh, not paying parking tickets and things like that. Just try saying no. But it's easier and more powerful to say no when you're around other people who will back you up people who will support you in your saying no rather than uh then deriding you for it or calling you unpatriotic or un-american or or trying to shame you somehow for not going along with the arbitrary diktats of these uh fools calling themselves government these power mad sickos so that's my suggestion it, it does make it easier does it not mark when you have people behind you
1: uh, absolutely i see the uh in the future here, my prediction, uh, this is what I, I see and experiencing on a daily basis. I believe that the government in New Hampshire it will, will slowly be uh, arrested in its growth and um, actually be pared down in size. Who else anywhere? What other state uh, or you know, what other state and, and certainly not the federal government has the prospect of that happening?
0: uh none that i know of one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. so go to freestateproject.org learn more about uh, the free state project and then get signed up and make plans to get up here as soon as you possibly can because the fun is happening without you and it uh, can be even more fun with you so freestateproject.org let's continue with your calls doug listening in jacksonville you're on free talk live hello doug doug uh, you're on the air
16: good to hear good to hear you my brother who lives up in new whip Ipwich, New Hampshire, outside of Manchester, Mm -hmm. is the one that told me to listen to you guys. Oh, great! Yeah. So, So what's uh, What's on your mind? um, Well, I just want to talk about independence. And I was my little boy's going into second grade this year and has to read an autobiography during the summer.
12: Okay.
16: And uh, from a certain author, and he did them all, and a lot of the founding fathers, and one of them was so he John Paul picked out Ben Franklin. And I just want to tell you a little interesting thing was the that helped the cons- or the uh, Revolutionary War happen was the Intolerance Act of uh, I believe it was 1768.
1: Yeah, the Intolerable Acts. Yeah.
16: When they told that Intolerable Acts, right? When they told them that you know the soldiers, you had to room and board the soldiers up in Massachusetts, and it didn't go over too well. But mm-hmm. just uh, 230, 36 years later. Um, excuse me, 34 years later, I believe, you know, they've done that again with our government. What do you mean? They have put, They put. well, I'll give you a good example. They passed a new um, Credit Card Reform Act uh, back in March or something, and it went in effect, you know, last month or back in November, it went in effect. It was March of '09. And what that did to me personally was brought the government and that act into my house. Everything was going fine. We had our finances in order. We did have debt on credit cards, maybe maybe five cards that had $6,000 out of $20,000 limits, well below their ratio, you know, the 40% out. So our credit was awesome. Well, what they did with that act, they dropped our limits down to the exact amount that we had out on the cards. Thus, every bank did that. One started it. The government banks, of course, did it first, the Bank of America and Citibank. And what that did was took our my took my credit scores they said now since you got your ratio got 100% out on the cards they dropped my credit ratings and they raised my rates most of my cards were under 10% interest and they raised my rates to 31.99% because yep. i had much wow. money out all of a
1: sudden. This is happening across the nation to families, families across the nation. I, I, hundreds of thousands of, of families across the nation. This protect is and happening to protect and serve. And this, it's it's what happens when you have a government of people who aren't responsible for their actions because these politicians aren't going to have any kind of uh, reprimand given to them for their their uh, silly use of of force in this circumstance, and right. they're entering into an area. Um, where they don't belong, uh, you know. Force always has unintended consequences. The idea of this was to protect the consumer, but in <laughs> fact, it always does the exact opposite every time they pass a law. Like it's they- either ineffective or does the exact opposite of what it is that they were hoping to do. For- and here you have essentially um, what they are is uh, well, lawyers that couldn't make it as lawyers, so they decided to become politicians. Right. So unsuccessful lawyers deciding to uh, implement economic policy, and it's it's like radio Average executives doing brain surgery it doesn't make any sense
16: no but i will beg to differ on one point that you said okay i believe when you said they had their their intended they intended to correct something and to fix something i don't believe that at all i believe they know 100 what they were what the outcome of what that bill was going to do to the average person and they they want you to be in debt They want you to be indebted to the government. They want you to be on unemployment. They want to extend it and keep you on there. They want you to be true subjects, as we were,
0: you guys were saying. Yeah, earlier. if you're in financial difficulty, then they're going to hope that you'll look to them to help them out, right? Why, yeah. why
1: my partner, you, will, think... my partner will definitely agree with you on that point. I tend to uh, t- to ascribe to incompetence um, what I can ascribe to incompetence, and I, I I don't get into, try not to delve into the the conspiratorial aspects of the All government. Right, well, these lawyers,
0: but I wouldn't laws, doubt it. Okay, the lawyers well, who write they, these laws they, are not if, the politicians. The the ones consistent who, incompetence. I'm with you. The lawyers that write these laws that get passed are not the politicians themselves, typically. In many cases, they are professional uh, bureaucrats who write the laws, and then they pass them along to the politicians to introduce and that sort of thing. So somebody crafty uh, got behind this, and they were likely motivated by something. Thanks for the call. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Yeah, it's get lawyers money. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain, enough time perhaps for your call. 800 259 9231 is the number of the website, freetalklive.com. You can uh, join us over there online. Around the clock, lots of different ways to get interactive. we got our bulletin board system there, uh, over 500,000 posts await you. It's virtually unmoderated, though, so do be aware of that as you are surfing around. Also, freetalklive.com, uh, different ways for you to help support the program, including shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Also, something else you can do is go to promote.freetalklive.com to get a whole list of different things that you can do to help get Free Talk Live into more ears. If you like the show, then share it with somebody that you care about. Uh, go to promote.freetalklive.com to learn how to do that as we continue here with your calls michael is on the line listening to wscfm in charleston you're on free talk live hello michael hey how's it going hey, what's on your mind tonight
17: well i just wanted to give people uh hope you know um today we we held a secession or independence rally here in south carolina and there weren't that many of us but we got a lot of attention and we made the local uh tv news and hey right so, on uh, yeah, a lot more people have heard about our message.
0: What's the response? I mean, when you when you're up at, uh, talking to people in public who just happen uh, to be uh, passing by, who what are, what are they saying to you about secession?
17: Well, in South Carolina, I, this is the third one of these that we've done. Um, the response is, I would say, about ninety-five percent positive, mm. and I'm not exaggerating. Almost everyone who responds is at least uh, they're enthusiastic. I mean, maybe it's. You know, here in South Carolina, we have an independent spirit, but uh, a lot of people really like the idea.
1: I think in the South that it's pretty common that uh, you know that there's kind of this this aspect to the the old Civil War thing and and people feeling uh, uh, a, a sort of. Camaraderie with the, the South in general, and the idea that we should we should win this time or or something like that. I
0: you'll I, win if you don't shoot on the uh, against the front. right.
1: It, you know the only way you're going to win uh, in secession these days is
0: by not firing. You have but, to be peaceful if you want secession right. to su- succeed. And you understand so that? D- right. Was there a,
1: were there Confederate flags at this event?
17: No, there weren't. We only flew uh, well. We flew the South Carolina flag and we flew the South Carolina secession flag. Uh, so there were no no Confederate flags. It was. It was a symbol of South Carolina, and our banner, we had a big banner that says South Carolina Independence with our website and all on that, and, uh, you know, several folks came by. Some people, want, there was a group of girls who came by and wanted their picture taken with the banner.
0: Cool. And, <laughs>
17: Uh, it was it was really encouraging.
0: I think that's great news because it gets the the meme, the concept of secession out there for people to look at and say, wow, people are talking about that again uh, and and actually begin some discussions, get people talking about it and get them to hopefully move them eventually beyond the point of because of, a lot of people when they first encounter secession will say, oh, you can't do that. They tried that once. Uh, and it doesn't have to be like it used to be it can be peaceful and if it is peaceful and remains peaceful then there's nothing the uh, the feds can do about it uh, because anything they do will just make them look violent and make them look bad and i fully support what you're doing and i thank you for the call i appreciate hearing from you the more people talking about secession in as many venues as possible the better so if going out and holding banners on the side of the road gets you some uh, attention that's good if it gets you media coverage it's even better uh, even if they get your message wrong, that's okay. If they get your website right, then it doesn't matter that much. So as long as, they can, uh, as long as people are talking about secession, we're moving closer to it. And so anything that you can do personally, if you support the idea, bring it up at dinner. You know They say don't talk about politics and uh, religion at dinner. I say, screw that. This is very important. We need to start talking about the idea of getting rid of the federal government and uh, you know splitting up into 50 different states or whatever the uh, amalgamations would be. Maybe uh, California would join up with uh, Nevada or something. Who knows how things would end up working out. As long as there's no more federal government, that'll be a step in the right direction. Let's continue here. 800-259-9231. Bob is in Myrtle Beach listening to WRNN. Hello, Bob.
5: How are you? Thank you very much. Yes, this is uh, an American who uh, found your channel by accident, and uh, I'm glad to exercise my right of free speech.
0: Indeed, sir. Well, uh, what's on your mind tonight?
5: What What is on my mind is is like myself and and a lot of Americans. We all some of us took an oath of office or an oath to uphold the Constitution of the United States from with enemies afar and enemies within. And I would like to to put it out there that. When, when the lawmaker holds up the bill and 73% of the nation does not want it and they say they're going to ram it down our throats, at what time do we stop becoming a democracy and start being a communist nation? And if I took that entity out, would I be protected under my oath and the Constitution of the United States?
1: Well, the answer is no. Uh, the <laughs> the, they will. Um, I, I don't know about the oath because whatever the court they're going to try you in doesn't really care about your oath and it doesn't really care about the constitution they'll they'll feed it lip service and that kind of thing but uh i i i totally share your frustration um the you know it, it seems clear to me that politicians don't much care about us little people the idea of the uh the 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 bailouts and the the tarps and and all these things uh, well know. i was
5: at i was at nine eleven okay and i saw the horror of that day i lost many friends that day and then to be, to, to trans, you know, I moved down to South Carolina, and then to hear the horror of a 13 story mosque being built over a gravesite where my friends who have not been recovered sickens me to death. Where are where, where our politicians?
0: Well, wait a minute. What you, on, now, hold on a second here. I, I, I could understand where you were coming from before, but uh, with this mosque thing, are you, are you saying that uh, people shouldn't be able to build things on private property?
5: I'm saying that if, if, if you look at, at France and England, within 25 or 30 years, they're going to be Muslim countries.
0: I um, interviewed Taliban. What evidence do you have of that? Excuse me? And look what at the evidence demographics.
1: You... Well, you know, this is, that, this is the same scare tech that they used on Catholics 100 years ago. Look at these Catholics. They breed Catholics. like roaches.
0: What do you plan to do about it? Are the, the politicians the, the, going to protect you? Let him answer.
5: Uh, the civil way to do it is to vote these people out of office. And
0: people then pass who, a law that prevents someone from building a mosque somewhere you don't like?
5: No, I have no problem with a Muslim living next door to me. Okay, I have no problem with, if you read the newspapers here in this country, you, you don't really see the Koran as what it is. There was a totally different entity that controls the news in this nation.
0: And what is the Koran?
5: The Koran is is the equivalent of of the Muslim Bible.
0: Okay, so you made it sound like what it is is there was something bad. Do you think it's bad?
5: I just think it's a slap in the face to the people who were murdered that day. Well, let me let's turn it it around for a second. Let's turn it. Wait, wait. wait. Let's turn it around a for a second.
1: In Oklahoma City, uh, uh, you know, a white American Christian decided to blow up the uh, Edward R. Murrow building, or whatever it is, um, there in, uh, in Oklahoma City. Do you think that they shouldn't be allowed to build a church across the street from that?
5: No. Uh, you, our country was founded to have the ability to, to build what you want, where you want, but respect your neighbor.
0: I don't know. I think this country see, was founded— think, see, Would it be disrespectful think- for a Christian church to be built across the street from uh, the old uh, federal building in Oklahoma City?
5: I don't think it's disrespectful.
0: Why? Wasn't it the because same situation?
5: Tim- because, Tim- because Timothy McVeigh had his beliefs.
0: That doesn't answer the question. It's not, re- not really responsive. Why is that different? Why is it different than building a Christian church across the street from the federal building in Oklahoma City? That it's was blown actually up?
5: not different. It's not. If you look at it that way, it's not different. Okay. All right. Fair
1: enough. You know, I, I can see. Right. I can see that this is a hurtful thing. But the idea of turning the the um, the, the 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 apparatus of government loose on honestly uh, people who didn't well, have anything to do with today. it. What's that?
5: I was in law enforcement for twenty one years. Okay. I, and and I agree with some of the things you say. And I disagree with some of the things you say, and it's not a perfect world or a perfect nation and there's not you know there's good and bad no matter where you are
0: Ty thank you or not Ty thank you, uh, Bob, for the call. Let's actually talk to Ty here quickly. Ty in Tennessee, you're on free talk live
5: hey uh my
3: my name is Ty, and uh, I'm a recovering american statist
12: um,
3: <laughs> Hi, Ty. I'm, I'm... <laughs> I'm wondering, is, is there a 12-step program for recovering American status? There lightning? should be. Well, I tell you, you the first one.
1: step is to admit that we have a problem.
3: That's it right there. And see, the inconsistencies with the last caller, you know, I appreciate what he's saying, but if he stood back for a second and listened to himself... He would probably see the glaring inconsistencies
1: but you know it's you know how hard it is ty when you're when you're an american citizen actually this is true all over the world where way, way governments operate but when you're spoon-fed this crap that they that they give you in school and then through the media it's no wonder people are confused and inconsistent
0: yeah absolutely hey ty thanks for the thoughts i appreciate it maybe he'll listen to himself later on let's talk quickly to james and uh, tallahassee listening to wfla fm james you got about the last 20 seconds
17: oh goodness man uh not much to say i guess i wanted to say that i was surprised to hear someone on the radio or in any media talking about the police like that i mean in regards to the fact that they may be i mean just to entertain the idea that they may be holding what you say against you specifically
0: you know um, welcome to free talk live it must be the first time you've heard the show now I've heard it a couple times, but... Um... Well, call us back another night when we have more time to talk to you. We're on, by the way, six nights a week. If you don't get all six nights where you live, call your radio, favorite radio station and ask them. Tell them you appreciate hearing what you hear and tell them you want more. See online at freetalklive.com. What if the key to achieving liberty in your lifetime was to move together with others who think like you? Liberty activists are joining the Free State Project, which is over halfway to its goal of 20,000 participants. And they're already making the move to New Hampshire. The successes are piling up and are proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. From demonstrations and vigils to outreach and volunteering, there's a lot going on in Keene. Keen is also the undisputed Liberty Media capital of the world, with television, talk radio, newsprint, and more, all originating here. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at FreeKeen.com and get connected with video, audio, the busiest Liberty Forum in New Hampshire, and more at FreeKeen.com. That's FreeKeen.com.